Welcome. Whether you are aware or not, you have stepped into the lair of RNGPC, a character creation D&D podcast. There is no long, drawn-out campaign here. We are creating random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. Last week, Jake created a furball that can see ghosts and may or may not have a drinking problem that exacerbates that ability. Today, I will be creating a spooky character for us to explore. This is our show, and my name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. I forgot you were going to do that. kind of scared me. <laughs> What's up? Uh, not much. I feel like we, we haven't been talking for the past... Uh... Two hours already. <laughs> I have things we didn't. I have things we didn't discuss during that time. Oh, what? You yeah. mean in the in the Twitch pre-show that we do on our Twitch, which is Twitch.tv/rng underscore PC? There was something you didn't you you held off. We talked about so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> well, I mean, we're full into October and spookiness now. So, I mean, I know. That that was mainly a lot of what we were talking about. That and DC fandoms happening right now. What else? What else did you keep off of that that conversation then? Um, have you watched Squid Game? Oh Jesus Christ! We're not even being original now. And no, I haven't. I haven't watched Squid Game. It's good. You should watch it. I, it's not okay. It's not that I don't want to watch it. It is on my list. It is that I just I I just finished Ted Lasso. So that that took care of that, and then uh, I still have one more episode of What If, and then what else is there out there that I'm currently watching? I haven't I'm watched behind. any of that. I'm behind on what we do in the shadows. Um, I'm making my way through Buffy again. I haven't watched Granted, that. That's just that's just that's but, terrible. But, Stop doing that. <laughs> Buffy's the I'm putting it on as I fall asleep show now. <laughs> you shouldn't sleep so, the TV. It's not good for your health. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Some people enjoy it, um, but. No, I want to watch Squid Game. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I am excited about it. I've honestly been waiting so I can have the time to sit down and give it the attention I know it deserves. That's where I'm it's at like, with Squid Game. It's like a 6 or 7 out of 10. It's not like top tier, but it's good. You're the first person that I've heard to say that. So what I was telling you, it's the, most, it's like the greatest thing that's ever happened? Correct. That's not that's, – that's, that's, that's a vast exaggeration. Nope. <laughs> it's not great. It's I good. Trust it's enter- I trust them. It's, it's entertaining. <laughs> um that's really all it is it ended kind of shittily i'm like this is whatever dumb um but however comma i guess i have a story regarding it and there's no spoilers i promise if anything it might help you to prevent making the same mistake that i did are you ready for my story is the story how i should watch it with subs on and not dubs because the dubs are awful no oh okay it's kind of along those lines <laughs> okay. so I told Chelsea, I'm like, hey, this show's supposed to be good. A lot of people are talking about it right now. We're not currently watching anything. Let's give it a shot. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, let's watch it. So I throw on the first episode, and Chelsea and I watch normal TV with subtitles just because we don't like changing the volume all the time for things that get yep. loud, you know, whatever. Yep. Um, so I'm so used to subtitles, it doesn't bother me. Correct. So I throw Same. on Squid Game, and it's uh, they're speaking Korean. And yep. I'm like, okay, there's subtitles. I'm like, my buddy from minnesota told me that there's like a dubbed version of this i was like mm-hmm. do you want to see if that's available chelsea she's like yeah sure so i leave like watching it and i go to the netflix search and i search like squid game like maybe there's two separate options it's like nope there's not I'm like, okay whatever you know what i don't know and i'm thinking in my brain i'm like you know what i've heard the show's good so if it's korean it's korean like, i'm not gonna not watch something that's supposedly good content because i'm not hearing english like that's just in my opinion shutting my mind off to things that are potentially good I applaud you for that. 
so I watched five episodes of this show with Korean and subtitles until one day I wanted to see how much time an episode was left on Netflix. So I pull, I push up on my PlayStation controller to raise the bar to see how full the bar is. Mm -hmm. And I see underneath the bar, the words English dubbed. I'm like, Oh, (laughs) that's how you switch it. So like Chelsea, because Chelsea, she watches TV while doing other things. And obviously if someone's speaking Korean, she has to pay full attention and read the subtitles and she wants to catch what's going on. I was like, do you want to try this dubbed? And she's like, yeah, sure. We did like 10 seconds of the dub, and by that point, we were so used to the, everyone's Korean voices and how they sounded <laughs> that yeah. the dub was terrible. Like, we just couldn't fucking do it. Um, so we went back to Korean with subtitles and just finished the show I, that I, way. <laughs> so I, 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 how I feel about subs versus dubs, I, I'm the same way as you. I like subtitles being on usually for stuff, especially living in a city. There's times it's like, oh, cool, there's a police chase now going by somewhere nearby, and I can't hear anything. just yeah. makes it easier. But um, I've heard that one dubbing stuff is just difficult to get done well, and so like I usually will just stick to subtitles as well. And it, what it does is I found it does force me to pay more attention to the show usually than I would with other things. But then on top of all of that, I've heard that the dubbing for Squid Game is some of the worst dubbing there is in in because a, a, a lot of Netflix shows are made in other languages, and people yeah. have said usually it's watchable. And okay, but for Squid Game, for some reason, they just mailed it in. They did not even really try, or at least that's what they've said. I don't know. I'm not by any means a a dubs expert in in some way. But yeah, I've heard that they did not put as much attention or detail into that. I'd be curious if there's any more Squid Game. I don't know how it ends, but if it ever happens again, if they improve that. Um, Um, So the thing, so my buddy from Minnesota has watched... I mean, he's not like a weeb by any sense of the imagination, but he's watched some like Japanese anime that's dubbed over, mm-hmm. and he said that the dubbing's not bad. And he wa- he watched the whole thing in, dubbed in, in Squid in Game. Squid Game, interesting. Yeah. Okay, well then I don't know. That's where again, like I don't watch most things like that. Um, also, is weeb an offensive term? I don't know. It's, I think it's, it's like a, a zoomer. It, I know, you know it's like I know could what be it's offensive to, re- to the wrong person. Okay. Well, I I I think, I, I think it's a little. I don't know. I just know in I know what it refers to in general, but I think it's it's like a weird. Uh, well, I just said it so off the cuff that I'm either a bleeding asshole or it's not. It's I not know. That I know you offensive. didn't mean mean it in a way as, as as an offensive thing. I think what I've heard, and this is the whole thing, is you can find anything online to offend somebody. But I think it's 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 a term just for people that are, are not appropriate, but try and 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 be more into Japanese. Uh, entertainment pop culture things in some way and i think that's where the baseline of it i don't know i don't know enough to be talking about it we're two straight white dudes here that neither one of us are really into any sort of uh anime i don't know yeah Yeah. um also another thing another fun fact i've got more just spitting fun facts at you do it throw them out squid game the the the, the script was written 10 years ago it's been it was rejected for 10 straight years before it got made i'd believe that that's pretty cool also my last fun fact for you is apparently so you can watch like the dubbed Squid Game with subtitles, so you're getting like the what yeah, the both. American wor- the English words are subtitled out. Apparently, that version, unfortunately, is the most accurate representation of what the show is trying to portray in with its dialogue. And if you meaning, really want, if, meaning that the tra- English translation of subtitles from the Korean spoken version. Is yeah. not accurate of what is what's being spoken in Korean. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I did not know that. 
Because the so, whole show is essentially like the whole like the big overarching theme of the show is that poor people are oppressed by the rich. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of just little tiny lines of dialogue that, if they were translated in the proper Korean version, portrays that a little more. Like one of the characters says something in Korean that translates to something along the lines of like, "I'm very smart. I just never got the chance to study." But yeah. if you look at the subtitles, it's something like, "I'm very, I'm very smart," and like, just don't use it or some shit like that. Mm. Um. So. It's just like like I said, hmm. whatever. That's, that, I mean, <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess that kind of makes sense to me because usually when subtitles are are, are done, they're done dif- differently than. So when it's a translated subtitles, it's done differently than when it's subtitling of an actual show that is in English, right? Subtitles from English, you can just take the script and it's like, okay, here's what was read, and we now put it at the bottom of the screen. Yep. But when it's being translated from another language, it's better than Google Translate, but it's closer to that level of what's being done right where it's like this is what this word means put it there that's what this word means put it there so it's like it's it's more of the cut and paste like that whereas for the actual script right they wrote the script for the dubbed people to go in and read so they're taking that and when they were doing that translation of it i would imagine they put a little bit more thought and effort into what was actually being said yeah for sure nice um well then so yeah yeah. whenever you eventually watch it like i said i will it's not the best thing that's ever been created I, I, at this point, am going in expecting uh, Parasite 2. Um, gotcha. And to be completely blown away. Have you seen, you've seen Parasite, right? Because that's what I've heard a lot of people compare this to, too. You haven't seen I've Parasite? No. I can send you the DVD. I know you're all about DVDs. You I have, have it? I, Is it a Blu-ray? Uh, oh, Jesus. No, I got a free screener of it because I'm in the, or I was in the independent, fil- or the, what was it? I don't even remember anymore. And they just sent you a, like a Peasants yeah. DVD? Jesus. One, I don't even have a DVD player, so I don't watch DVDs. DVDs are dying. Um, no, I bad. they are. Um, they sent me a test screen. It was well, well, what, what, you don't film, own it unless you can hold it. That's what I say, baby. Wow, boomer. Um, they <laughs> they it's film independent. That's what I was a part of, and they have their own awards. They have the Spirit Awards every year, and I signed up to be a member of that for a few years before COVID, and so they send out if if the film can afford it, they send out screeners to people to watch if they're nominated for something to try and get them to win more because Hold awards on. are bought they are bought there's a whole college humor thing about it however comma before you boomer me with my if you don't hold it you don't own it retort mm-hmm. take a look at what fucking rockstar has done with the grand theft auto games they're remaking three of them so what they do take the original three off the internet gone can't buy them you okay. don't own it unless you hold it these are facts I, I think you're, that's fine. These are facts, baby. If you download it onto your system, they take it that away? Is that what they're doing? Sometimes they have. <laughs> you know, you can have an external. It's not hooked up to any of that, right? They take it, baby. They come into your house, take your external yeah. hard drive, and say, That's what our guns you. are protecting, Jake. Shit. <laughs> 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 Don't tread on me. Don't tread oh my on my God. external hard drives. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anyway, I did have one actual. That's a really usually usually once we divulge into this level of comedy, um, we yeah. usually transition. Good, but I have one other thing. Hard handbrake away. <laughs> yeah, but I did want to talk to you about one other thing. All right. Have you seen the um, fan-made test footage of a Robin Williams documentary or like a biopic? Uh, what? No. 
So there's this guy, his name's Jamie Costa, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Okay. Um, he got really popular during the Vine era. He was really good at impersonating, like, Robin Williams. Um, uh, he's really good at doing a Gandalf impersonation, that actor. He's got, he, would, mm-hmm. he would just um, impersonate on Vine. He was really good at doing um, Jack Sparrow, things of that nature. Okay. Um, I don't know if he's ever actually been in anything. I don't know if he has any level of fame outside of that, to be honest. But he recently made a like five-minute-long video called Robin, and it's it looks like a legitimate movie. Um, and he portrays Robin Williams during his um, Mick and Morty days or whatever that show was called. And um, he portrays the moment where um, he's notified that John Belushi died. And uh, it's pretty good. It's fucking, it's like really uncanny how well he can portray Robin Williams. And a lot, like the whole internet wants a Robin Williams biopic to be made now starring this guy. Um, it's really good. You should check it out. The whole internet? You... That's a lot of internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you looking it up right now? Is that what your delay was? Sure. <laughs> we Are can, you we watching can... it? No. I was trying to see if I could mute my mic so I could cough, and I didn't think it had worked, and it did. But so gotcha. I, what I did, but I didn't cough. So you had me thinking I was fucking my computer was taking <laughs> a shit. So thanks for that. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. All right. Well, here. Let's see. Is this? Is this? I don't know what I need to hit because it just keeps going, right? Because right now I'm not muted. Right? You can hear me. Someone told me that it's Mork and Mindy, by the way. I don't know who, but someone reminded me that it's Mork and Mindy. Are you... What are you doing, Jake? We did it. We figured it out. I figured out how my mute works. I was saying things in response to you um, that I thought weren't coming... That were coming through, and they weren't... I said Mork and Mindy at one point, but I was muted during that, because I was hitting different buttons on my computer. Jesus Christ. Are you having fun? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> you don't. You don't enjoy me figuring out live on air how I can mute myself. Have a cough. <laughs> um, Your mic's no. directional. Just move three feet to the left. Cough and come back. No, you'll you'll hear the cough. <laughs> I don't. Want, I don't need everyone thinking at home. I got the. I got the Covey. The Covey is that what we're calling it now? The vid. I don't know. It's been what almost two years at this point. Um. Yeah. No. I will look it up. Um, I, my only thing is, I don't, do we need that? Like, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing it, but like, I would be, I would want to be sure that the message being spread by it is, is a good one. And it's not just, I don't know. That's where I'm at. Cause I think Robin Williams hit, hit home for a lot of people. I, uh, I'm ready to be heard again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Again, my thing is, I think. What I would want the overall message to be is a celebration of Robin, first of all, obviously. But then also that sadness affects people in different ways, right? And like that. Because that if you don't touch on that and you don't go into it, you're missing an opportunity to hopefully help other people that might feel the same way he did, right? Yeah. And that's, and that's where it's like, are we ready for that? <laughs> like, is that, is that something... Yeah, because there's so much, and so much of his life is already recorded in some way, right? And, yeah. Yeah. But, all right. Yeah, I like that. I'll, I'll definitely find the tape, because I do, I mean, I enjoy Robin Williams. I would love to see see what that moment was like. So Yeah, yeah. His, do- uh, his daughter Zelda has asked that people stop sending it to her. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah. Because apparently the internet thinks that there's no possible way Robert Williams' daughter hasn't seen this, so let's all just jeez. fucking spam her DMs and send a thing of her Ugh. fucking dead dad. Have you seen mm. this? This is great. Your dad's dead, remember? Oh, God. <laughs> remember how we talked about how we would hand break away from stuff right when we found that moment of, well, this is too far. Yeah. Here we are again. <laughs> all right. Um, are you ready to get into your spooky character for this week, sir? Oh, it's supposed to be spooky. Oh, God damn it. Did you bring like a, a unicorn that farts rainbows again? Yeah, I brought Robin Williams. <laughs> I now have a visual of the genie level, or the genie turning into a unicorn that farts rainbows with Robin Williams being like, look at me, I'm fucking funny. <laughs> that's not my Robin Williams, but like that's what he'd be saying. <laughs> well, let's get into that then, I guess. Okay. We would like to take this moment to shout out our patrons. Thank you so much, Impending Duff and Liz, for your patronage. You can check Duff out at twitch.tv slash impendingduff, where he offers tips and advice on painting Warhammer minis. Liz is also an actress, and you can watch her perform on a short title, short film out that's titled The Hunted by Giancarlo Orellana, blah, 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 blah. If you would like to be shouted out here, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash rngpc. Sign up at the appropriate tier, and we will shout you out here as well. You can also join our Discord and request character sheets when you sign up. Now let's explore this week's character. Alright, we're back and totally serious and ready to do this. Are you ready, Jake? You got a like, character sheet open? I like that you call it out as if we would be anything else. Like, Alright, we're forward. Ready to do this. <laughs> we're forward? Yeah, back, front. Sideways. Okay, forward. no, you just okay. Just you know, all all everyone anyone hears at home is just your your Patreon read and then this, right? There's some music, kind of creepy music, I'm imagining. And then Um Yeah. Do you not listen to our shows? Do you not know how how it goes? Don't don't. I've listened to way more of our show than you have. That's now I just asked if you listen to our shows, that's all I said. Uh, <laughs> on a scale of who's listened to the show most, obviously Lloyd. Then me. <laughs> Then my wife, then you. Wow, you think You're, your wife's listened to more episodes than me? Yeah, she's currently almost into 2021. She just wow. finished all of last year's spooky episodes. So what we should say <laughs> at this point is, hello, future Chelsea. I hope the year 2022 is through them treating you amazingly. Um, <laughs> your hair looks great. That haircut was a great choice. Also, Echo is is just blown up on Instagram. It's amazing. I can't believe yeah. you got a whole new house to live in just for echo because of what yeah it's amazing what a, what a time yay uh, 2022 it's very ambitious of you a house is in my five-year plan not my year plan okay okay i'm just Actually, saying not even a year 2022 is in fucking two months correct yeah a house is in my five-year barf. plan barf five-year plan anyway i got things <laughs> i got things <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, what things. what did you bring this week besides the the fear of potentially having a plan to move into a house within five years? I'm not afraid of that. I'm super pumped to have a I, house. I would be horrified of that. I don't want. I don't. Know. I want a vacation home. That's it. I don't want a real place I live. <laughs> okay, that makes no fucking sense. I was looking up houses in in uh, 
fucking western Michigan on the sand dunes. I was like, okay, I'd rather buy a place like this, Airbnb it when I'm not there, and then just have a place to go and then keep renting my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Best of Godspeed, my friend. Godspeed. Thanks. Um, so I brought three things, like normal. Wow. Really breaking the mold here. Yeah, well, I did this this morning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love your commitment to to I've been our really bad with endeavor. my time. The pe- mm-hmm. I'm really bad mm-hmm. bad with my time this past few weeks. Okay, I apologize. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I brought the background of Psycho Baby Psychopath. Ooh. Wait, did, what I, decided, did, I would say what? Did we we didn't use Psycho. If we did, it's fine. But we haven't used Psycho last year, right? What was the one we used last year? That serial was? killer was as dark as we went last year. Was it serial killer? Maybe it yeah. was we were considering using Psycho and didn't. Yeah, because it's kind of dark, but I said, fuck it. I was in a fuck it mood this morning. Wow. That's, that's amazing. That's so, I'm so happy for you that you were able you to. You want me to read this to you? Yeah, please do. <laughs> Before you try to make whatever joke you're yeah, going to make. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I'm glad you just. Psycho- psychopath. <gasps> you are a psychopath. Who as a child was mentally broken and shattered, being Jesus left with a Christ. mind that cannot comprehend reality in the same way as others. Oh, because God. of your shattered mind, you behave, speak, and act differently than any other sane person. Switching personalities on a dime and taking on completely different personas in an instant with no forewarning to it. What broke your psyche as a child? And then there's breaking points. You can roll on them if we want to. There's eight of them. Oh. Oh, wow. But um, we'll worry about that later when we get to the rolling, 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 rolling. What? What? <laughs> You heard me. Rolling, 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 rolling. What? Just pay attention. Okay, I'm listening. Rolling, 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 rolling. What? God damn it, let's move on. <laughs> you're not you're not hearing what I'm saying. This is a good um, bit. We should keep doing this. You know what we should do? This should be our dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> rolling, Please. rolling, rolling, rolling. What? Oh. Sorry, I thought you'd hear me this time. <laughs> um, so the next thing I brought this was the class. Funny. <laughs> I brought okay. the class. All right. I brought so a cleric. Making a cleric, baby. Even though I think okay. you did Another last cleric? week. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It wasn't that or paladin. That I was, didn't want to do paladin. That was the other thing I wanted to call out. Um, we missed an episode last week, bud. There was no they don't, last week. They don't know that. They do. It's still going to be in chronological order. Our avid listeners will be like, "Where I was? There was an episode, and and then it wasn't an episode. Why? Listen, why did they? If hurt I say me like this, if if I say the phrase the other day, that's any point in the past starting from yesterday. Is it so? Like last is week is just a broad statement of the last time we were here. Last time on RNG PC. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should start having a clip bit. Maybe we just play our promo from the last week every every time we, we come in, once we start making promos again. What? Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> what? Okay, um, so you brought a cleric. Why? You don't like yeah. clerics. Because, okay, you know why? No, that's why I asked. Good, I'm glad you asked. You know, you know how in every Stephen King movie or book, there's the crazy religious person that you hate with a fucking passion because they're a psychotic bitch hole. You need to watch Midnight Mass. I'm, I'm, I want to create that person. That's my okay. goal here. Okay. So I'm not creating a cleric who's like, yes, I love God. 
cleric, this cleric's going to be like, I'm going to misinterpret everything my deity believes in and use it for evil. Well, or, or what if it's just an evil deity? I mean, this deity, we'll, we'll, we'll explore. We'll explore. I also brought a deity. Oh. And a subclass ahead of time, because I knew you'd ask, and I didn't want to deal with it live. I, uh, again, I, we've had plenty of times where I've been like, you know what, we, we don't have to go into it. We can have it be something else. But I, that's fine. So I brought the peace domain. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> okay. um, I'll do anything today. for peace. doesn't matter how many people I have to kill. So you're going full peacemaker. Yeah, without knowing it. <laughs> I woke up today and chose violence. I was just going to say, yes. I was just, oh, so you woke up today and you decided violence. That's what's for dinner. <laughs> That's what's for breakfast. Um. So yeah, the peace domain cleric. I'll tell you folks a little bit about that. Glad you guys are interested. <laughs> um, the balm of peace thrives at the heart of reality. Or whoops, why the fuck do I think that word is reality? I'm losing my mind. Ha, welcome to my world. Welcome to my <laughs> world. That's how... I don't know if we needed that. I'm I just going to kill myself. I don't scream every time that happens to me. You should. How do you live? You know, pretty all right, like, like everyone the, else does. The balm of peace thrives at the heart of healthy communities between friendly nations and in the souls of the kind-hearted. The gods of peace inspire people of all sorts to resolve conflict and to stand up against those forces that try to prevent peace from flourishing. See the peace deities table, suck my balls, blah, 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 blah. Suck my so, balls? Yeah, that's, that's, kind, that's weird. That's, that's kind of what peace domain is. I've never seen him yeah. say suck my balls before. Well, it's because you can't read. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, wow. That's rude. I chose, I chose a, a god from that table. What god? Uh, the bottom one. Rao. From the Greyhawk Pantheon? Okay. Well, what, sure. What is, well, so the thing, the thing I would say about choosing a god is, again, just re- remember that not every DM is going to have this. So, like, just stick more to, like, what the um, capabilities or, or, like, the, the tenets or what this god believes in type things. Those more of the pillars because that's more so what would apply to any god in some way than just, like, the actual name and where they're from and all that garbage. That's true. That's true. I concur. Good job. Um, but anyway, this this god is the greater god of peace, reason, and serenity. He's a kind and gentle soul you might imagine from a god of peace. He believes every argument amongst in uh, he believes every oh. argument amongst intent beings can be resolved without violence as long as both parties are truthful with one another. However, he is willing to admit that sometimes the other side simply will not listen or will intentionally try and hide the truth for their own gain. In these cases, he does not allow, or he does allow, limited conflict to resolve the issue. Um, he holds a great hatred for thieves, conmen, and shady politicians whose very job is based around lying and exploiting the peaceful. Okay. So I picked that because I think that, that those words are very easy to twist and kind of take into an extreme. Like, you know, the religious fanatics and Stephen King yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm trying to find a picture of what this guy looks So the main thing is he's against lying. Yeah. For the most part. There's a picture of this guy. There's none on what like, I Or symbols have. of him. Lawful good, he's male, as immortal as a human, favored weapon was a light mace, blah, blah, blah. Worshippers are fland? What? I don't know. Okay, so the, in, the, the main thing I, I would like to try and take from this are the ideas of peace, reason, serenity, and hating lying. I think that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Agree? Yeah, I agree. Great. Um, great, 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 great. 
so then I brought the race. Oh. And I brought a human. Oh. So yeah. just your basic human man. Yeah, and I'm going with the variant human or whatever. You get to choose a feat. Yeah. And I'm torn between feats. Okay. I I prefer the right foot, but that's just because I'm right right hand dominant, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good joke. What feet are you between? Rolling, rolling, rolling. What? That's a better joke. <laughs> is, it? is it? I mean, we keep calling back to it. I'm glad. We're, I'm glad this is our dead horse, though. I'm glad we found one. Um, so I'm torn between four. I've got four. I think would be cool because I'm imagining Google for our friends at home, or actually for our friends watching on Twitch. Um, give me a second. What? Why'd you snap? Damn it, now it's gone. I was going to sneeze. Were you going to sneeze? Yep. Leave it. We're leaving um, this? We're leaving all of this? God, this thing's <laughs> going to come back later and bite us in the ass. I know it. Um. So wait, what, why, need, don't you, why don't you just... I need you to the, Google something for our, our friends. Why don't you just put the links to the actual feet in here, not just a, a, the link to the list of the feet? Because the list, Inspiring they're all there. Thing. Oh, Hold on, I want to tell you what this I imagine. Is, oh, this is not a good... This is, this is not... Okay. All right. Let me know what. <laughs> Sorry. Um, What are you looking for? I'm looking... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? I'm here to help. I'm imagining the main... Um, I'm imagining this character looking like the main paladin in World of Warcraft. Like the main human paladin with like all the bulky armor and stuff i don't remember his fucking name okay um and it's gonna I mean, fucking bum me out if some person the, could help the, me you're I think the his wow. name's anduin <laughs> it just Is came it? to me did it wow so glad there's people yes here. google google anduin anduin did i did i accidentally name my my uh my Andrin after somebody that's an actual thing? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty close. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know. This This is generic fucking sad boy. Uh, yeah, from... but that's kind of what I'm... The armor and like kind of the bulkiness is what yeah. I'm imagining. Wow. Wait, is everyone the whole time I've been playing Andrin thinking I was aiming for this? Um, I feel like if your DM would have made that connection, it would have been... You would have been harassed for it. Okay, cool. Because I don't, I don't play WoW. I just worked... I just worked at Blizzard. I didn't know his name. <laughs> um, neither did I until today, but someone told me. Was it a little birdie? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I know this blonde guy. For anyone that doesn't know that may have seen some WoW lore stuff, he's the blonde uh, armored guy that I think his dad died at some point in the WoW lore, and he became the leader of the Alliance. So I'm proud of you for finally switching over to the Alliance. I'm not switching. The Alliance suck. Alliance is where it's at, baby. No, it's not. You're so wrong. For the Alliance. Rolling, 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 rolling. What? <laughs> I'm like conditioning you to stop talking about things that I want you to talk about <laughs> with that joke. <laughs> the worst part is it's going to work. <laughs> and like, I'm aware and I don't hate it. <laughs> Just like a dog with a treat. Hey, quit humping. Quit humping that. Light. Hey, rolling, rolling, rolling. What? 
<laughs> what? Tree? Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're aiming for... I mean, so I'm assuming just you're you're aiming for this with, like, look, right? When you said human? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, ah. Yeah. But anyway, so now that we're on to what I'm imagining this character looks like, this human, this human yeah. um, I'm torn between four feats. That's that's too too many feats. Not if you're Quentin Tarantino. Hi oh That's not a, that's not enough feet. Um so so I'm tor- so the first one I'm torn between, let me find it, is inspiring yep. leader. Mm-hmm. Because I'm mm-hmm. trying to imagine like so to okay, so I'll get very specific with you because I, I know you know what I'm talking about. The crazy religious person I'm imagining from Stephen King stories is the woman in the grocery store in the mist. Yeah. That's the woman I'm that's the woman I'm imagining and she got a lot of her power and craziness because she convinced people that she was correct, right? Correct. Um so I'm thinking inspiring leader for that reason, being sure. able to just like inspire your people to be like inspire I mean, the people around you to kill to, someone even though they probably shouldn't be dead. Right. And to some extent it's this idea of being able to motivate people. That's yeah. more so what it is. It's being able to move them to action. And unfortunately, not always, but unfortunately with a religion that's usually through fear. Right? Yeah. It's usually through the fear of God or the promise of, of some greater thing. Um, the thing that I think is interesting to play with within the D&D world is the idea of gods and power from them is more commonplace. And there is actually tangible and this is where i could get in trouble with fucking whatever people but like you see actual proof of that more frequently and and more red- in D. yes yeah, yeah yeah to the point where it's like it's it's that's interesting to play with right because it's one thing to be throwing that around and having you know faith be the main thing that's able to back you up in some way in yeah. this in D D, depending on the world and the lore and all that people have seen these gods People have interacted with them. Magic form clerics comes from these gods. So there is more yeah. proof you can throw around like that, right? There is more belief readily there in some way. So I get what you're saying about the inspiring leader. And it's, it's interesting to try and play with that in a world where you can actually have physical evidence and proof of this. Yeah. And that's, I'm not going to lie. I'm glad you brought that up because I meant to like make a note of it to bring it up. It's one of my kind of fears with this idea of this character that I have that I have within myself because like, um, like if you, I don't think this character would work in a campaign where the DM like tells you ahead of time like gods and deities are super prevalent in my world because like if gods are prevalent, what's to stop this god from coming down and being like, hey. This person's totally full of shit. You know, I don't represent that. Or, you know, like, things that like, intervening. Like, the Greek gods, you know? Like... Sure. I feel like this would work better in a campaign where deities are, like, normal. They're not... There's, you know normal. what I'm saying? There's less Doing proof of them. Well... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but see, and, and, and that's where it's, like... In, I don't know. And everyone's campaign is going to be different. And there might be some DM's campaign out there that it's, like, the level of, you know greek gods being the like zeus coming down and just fucking humping anything that it fucking wants but like it's it, it, i don't think it's too far of a stretch to be like here is somebody that is taking a lawful good gods um uh morals teachings. or teachings is probably a better word and using them for their own um empowerment right yeah like so that's where 
in in some way. I don't think that's too much of a stretch. I don't think there's going to okay. be a god in some like if I'm the DM and even if I have the gods be super prevalent, it it, it would be interesting to play with. But I don't think it would completely stunt this character from being usable, right? Okay, so it, you don't because because yeah. another thing like obviously I've never I don't I've never played a cleric, but can't you like lose your cleric abilities if your god's like, hey man, you're if, full of shit. I'm not giving you these things anymore. If the DM wants to, it could be something to play with, and I think we could explore that through the backstory of this character and what their goals might be and how the god might in- interact with them. But essentially, there is something horrifying about zealots. In some way, right? And that's essentially kind of yeah. what you're making here, right? Because I looked up, just to make sure I was thinking of the right term, but a person who is fanatical and uncompromising in pursuit of their religious, political, or other ideas. So that's that's the whole thing is, like, you can have a lawful good villain. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. in, in some yeah. way. And and the thing, too, is you, you honestly would be kind of towing that line here of even just lawful evil, right? You can worship yeah. a lawful good god, I think, but you yourself could be lawful evil right because you're using the laws to benefit yourself and hurt other people in some way yeah right and that's where it's like if we go back to rao is it Ra- rao rao how did you i don't know i'm saying rao whatever he is known as the mediator the calm god um uh, lawful good alignment i mean this is where you get into the idea again of of good versus evil and what that actually means if somebody is benefiting from it Somebody else might be getting hurt by it. I, I think we can play with it. But uh, we're, we're just to return back to what you brought before. You're you're between four feet, right? Yeah, feet. So that's in, that, that's inspiring leader. Uh, muscle torn between wait, just wait, you, aesthetic. You didn't, you didn't read what inspiring leader does, though. You just said why you were thinking that. Oh fucking a. So prerequisite. This is all nerdy D and D shit. Um, you have to have a charisma <laughs> thirteen or higher. Yeah. You spend 10 minutes inspiring your companions, shoring up their resolve to fight. When you do so, choose up to six friendly creatures, which can include yourself, within 30 feet of you who, you who can see or hear you and who can understand you. Each creature gains temporary hit points equal to your level plus your charisma modifier. A creature can't, gain, can't benefit from this until they finish short or long rest again. Yeah. So what that essentially means is you can do it to a bunch of different people over and over again, or a bunch of uh, you can do it over and over again, but it has to be to different people. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, what I would think would be interesting is so we don't have to go through each one of these and read them. You have four of them, right? Yeah. We have a we have a four sided dice. I know, but fuck off. I don't know if I want one more or not. So I wanted to talk about it because it's not in the rolling section. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <sighs> what? <laughs> I'm just going to do a different what every time. <laughs> um, um, oh, we timed our ums pretty well there. So do you want to look at the next one then? Do you want to keep looking through these? And do you, so let me ask, do you want to have a decision before we get into our roles? Let me just read through them and then see if something like jumps out at me in this moment that didn't jump out at me before. Okay. So the next one's heavily armored, which I chose strictly for, oh my God, what did I just do? Okay, good. Um, strictly for the aesthetic, because like the paladin I'm imagining, and WoW wears a lot of heavy armor. Yep. Um, so essentially, you just get to wear fucking heavy armor. Yeah, That's and you how that increase your strength. You increase your strength by one. Humans can already wear heavy armor, though. I believe. Well, yeah, I wasn't sure, but at the very least, it increases strength it's based, by one. It's based on your class, I think it's clerics that can already wear heavy armor. Yeah. Uh, um, I believe the next one that I'm torn between is actually pretty dope. Um, game wise, like if playing the game, this one's my favorite. Oh, what's it called? It's called a great weapon master. Oh yeah. 
Um, it says, you've learned to put the weight of a weapon to your advantage, letting its momentum empower your strikes. You gain the following benefits. On your turn, when you score a critical hit with a melee weapon or reduce a creature to zero hit points with one, you can make an extra melee, melee attack as a bonus action. So yeah. it's like carrying your momentum through a dead enemy into another one, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Um, or or then, you have the, the next part of it, too. Go ahead. Yeah, the next one's also, like, super, like, fucking tickle your gambling brain. Um, before you make a melee attack with a heavy weapon that you are proficient with, you can choose to take a negative 5 penalty to the attack roll. If the attack still hits, you gain a plus 10 to that attack's damage. That's yeah. fucking insane. Yep. That's this so is, good. For people at home, this is what Percy has uh, when he's a fighter. And he's a gunslinger, but they use the fighter build. He, gave him, he, he took the great weapon master thing so he could snipe people and just do a shit ton of damage. Because like he was just so precise with that fucking gun. It didn't matter. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Yep. That's dope. Um, then the next one I to I chose or am torn between is uh, tough. Yeah, tough's a good one. Which is pretty pretty simple. Um, you hit you, your hit point maximum increases by an amount equal to twice your level when you gain this feat. Whenever you gain a level thereafter, your hit point maximum increases by an additional two. So you just become a tank. I mean, it's, it's tanky tank. Just be yeah, be, be tank. Um, so I mean, I think for me, I, I guess the question is again, just what. How do you want this to affect your character? Are you assuming that these will play into their backstory in some way? Or do you want this to be something that we discover along the way? Or do you want to set it now and let it have it be something that we work around? I don't know. I only fucking picked one because you would have asked me what human I wanted. And then I was like, well, if I pick variant, he's going <laughs> to ask me if I want a feet. And it's like, so I might as well fucking feet ready. <laughs> and uh, now we're here. Okay, so you don't care then. Most of me prepping my character is anticipating the questions you're going to ask me that I'm, I don't want to answer. I'm glad that <laughs> I have conditioned you the same way you have me rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> um, but if you're not like tied to any of them, I think it's, it's a fun thing to roll on. And we can have it then be set as, okay, boom, there's our first tent pole that is set in the ground. Yeah. They are this. And how do we work around that? How does it mean other things around them? Because... All of them, in some way, will give you an, another facet of this physical version of Anduin, the guy from uh, uh, WoW. That you, wow, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I really, like, based on the crazy religious person who can convince people to do crazy things in the name of religion, I'm, I like Inspiring Leader, but one of the prerequisites is your charisma has to be 13 or higher, and it's not a requirement skill for clerics. It's, right. like, the only reason why I'm kind of hesitant with but, inspiring leader but we, we can make that work it's fine because the other thing for a human um with a variant human um two different ability scores of your choice increased by one right so i mean if, if we have to we can make it 13 it's not so let's uh, i've decided what i want to do about this oh i'm glad let's move on and see if something let's just move on from it that was okay. an option you gave me, right? Yeah. And we'll we, figure we, it we out can, we, later. Essentially, what I'm asking is, which of these categories that we have here do you want to put it in? Do you have one you're in love with and you think this helps really with the background? That would be the top tier because there it is. It's for sure yeah. this one. If you yeah. don't care about which one it is, then we can roll on it, right? Put it in the middle and let fate decide. Let RNG, RNGesus uh, make the choice. Have him take the dice. But then we put it in the second tier. If you want to move on and just wait and see what fits, then we put it in the third tier, right? We know we like these four. Let's build out the randomness, start p putting it together, 
and yeah. then from the fourth tier, we'll see which one fits the best. Yeah, I like that. Let's do. Okay. The, let's see what fits. Okay, then we'll move into the third tier. Done. Moved. Diggity dope sauce, bruh. <laughs> All right. You ready to roll? Then what? roll, then roll, then oh, roll, then. Sorry. What? 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 Um, yeah, I am. Uh, how do you want the rolls to work? This is your character. Who do you want to roll first? And uh, what's going on with that? I'll roll the D8 for the breaking point. Okay. Okay. Break. Uh, uh, point break, right? That's, right? That's what I'm saying. Who's in that movie? Keanu. That's what I thought. Is that the bus movie? No, that's Speed. Oh. That's the one that fucking Fast and Furious is based on. I think Fast and Furious came first. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Point Break's a great movie. It's so good. It. It's so good it's referenced in Hot Fuzz. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, All right, roll. I'm rolling my D8. Do it. I rolled a two. Give me a second. I just spit all over my fucking... Oh, Jesus. Windbreaker thingy. Your windbreaker? You're wearing a windbreaker? <laughs> no, I just spit all over my fucking... Spit guard. I'm drawing a blank on what the fuck it's called. It's a spit guard. No, it's called a puffer depuffer. <laughs> Hi, welcome to this week's podcasting tools and tips. Everyone, make sure you have the best in the game puffer puffers because that's what they're here for, to stop the puffing from puffering. Did you know that P. Diddy almost renamed himself Pufferty Puffer? Oh, well, it was after his favorite Pufferty Puffer that he had, which was blinged out in gold and pink. Yep. (laughs) Number two. As a child, you were possessed by a devil who forever broke your sanity in an attempt to take over the entirety of your body. Yay! (laughs) Joy and happiness for all. Well, that makes this character instantly different and um, cool. So you're possessed. You're a possessed psychopath that is a worshiper of this lawful good god. I'm not currently possessed. I was possessed. Ah, he broke you. Yes. Ooh, ooh. But you know what's cool about this? And then, Give me a warlock? No. The possession ended because of the help of some sort of religious influence. That da 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 Introduces you to being a cleric and the lawful good god. Dope. All right. But I'm crazy, so I misinterpret it all. But I'm crazy, man. But I'm crazy. Yeah. All right, so here's a fun thing we get to choose between, the which features. I think I know what I want to do, but yeah. technically it's your role, but it's my character, so I don't know what to do. We're stuck in limbo here. Oh. There's two different personality trait uh, charts. Yeah. One is if your character is sane, and the other is if your character is Sorry. insane. Well, I guess the question would be, if they're insane, are they insane in the membrane? Oh, wait. You know what? I'm going to ignore that. It does say (laughs) right here under the suggested characteristics, while the standard background only has one point in each, your insanity broke you to the point where you have two separate personas, sane and insane. So you pick one from both, apparently. Yeah, I like that. I'll roll them both, unless you want to roll one. Want me to roll one? I want to roll one. Damn it. Fine. Hold on, let me fix our uh, piece of paper. There's sane. Fix our piece of paper. Nothing about this is a piece of paper. It is the Google Sheet. It is it's white. It's paper. Just like you and I. <laughs> if you white, you paper. Yeah. <laughs> Not Ben Affleck. It's paper. That movie got it all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's go, Doodle Bob. Roll your fucking Doodle Bob. Yeah. Am I rolling first? I'm rolling the sane one. Yeah. Unless you want to roll the insane one. No, I'll roll the sane one because I'm the sane one of this podcast. That's debatable. I roll the four. Four. I tend to stare off into the distance sometimes. Lost in thought. I'm okay with that. So he's just kind of quiet. I'm afraid if these contradicted too hard, well, I guess they should. I don't know. I'm afraid of getting confused because I have small brain energy. I, I have small brain. I has small brain. All right, D8 for the insane personality trait. I rolled a seven. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. What? <laughs> um. Okay. I don't get it. I think it'll come to you in the moment. Well, let's read some of these other ones. The first one. I can't trust you or anyone. I can't trust me. Second one. I get twitchy when other people are around I don't know. Three, I could care less if we all die, as long as it's fun. Okay. Um, what was that? Did you hear something? I heard something. So essentially what I'm taking from this, it's just you, you can play with their they're obsessed with their looks, right? Which would kind of make sense for an Anduin-level human, you know, type thing. Um, ooh, what could be fun is in, in the, the possession of this demon in some way, maybe it's scarred them. And it's something that they try to hide or like they're ashamed of. And so like when it, it, we can have them be really focused on their their looks and their ex, okay. how, how other people view them. And, and if, if it's really seen as like um, I'm trying to think what uh, uh, they struggle with body image. They struggle with their, their own version of, of how other people see them. And, and that could tie into the lying thing, too, is it could be things like, do you think I look all right? Do you think I look? cute like do i do i look okay do i look good and someone's like yeah no sure you look fine like you're lying <laughs> and then okay they just go crazy with it so i think maybe from, this character yeah. never wants to be seen outside of their immaculate like paladin or cleric armor yep that could be a thing too and the thing too is we we and again we'll, we'll figure this out but i think there, there's stuff we can play with i think that can tie into some of the other things we already have here so I'm, i don't like it i'm excited we'll move this. on yeah <laughs> Also, the last right. one was for all you know, I'm the sane one here. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. Oh, um, my God. You're wrong, though. I'm rolling a D6 for the idea. Yep. All right, all right. Big money, no whammy. I rolled a five. We got a whammy. Uh, paranoia. They're out to get me. I know it. I can see it in their eyes. They hate me. They want to kill me. Kill or be killed. I evil, like it. evil, evil, evil. I think that's dope. To be honest, um, your lawful, what if they're out to like character. take my beauty? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What yep. if I've got really luscious locks Ooh. and some woman wants to cut it off, and then Jesus sends me away? What? What? <laughs> what is what? Isn't that a Christian story? Is it about Samson? Sure, it's his hair cut, and he loses well, all of his power. All of his strength, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jesus. No, I don't think Jesus is involved in that at all. It's, uh, I think it's, it's actually it's, from the Old Testament. It's part of Jesus, his backstory. Like, if <laughs> they made a movie about Jesus, oh, we'd have okay. to know. <laughs> okay, all right. We'd have to see that. Would we? I don't think yeah. so. I think that's wrong. That's like one of the only God stories I know. I referenced it a lot in this podcast. Samson? Yeah, I've made a lot of jokes about it. Okay. But All they're right. not good. That's why I don't remember them. <sighs> Roll bond. 
Samsonite. Samsonite. Earl the one. I don't want to be like this forever. I'll do anything to rid myself of this torment. All right. I don't like it. What? Have you liked any of these yet? What did I just do? Did you delete everything? No. Aww. I hit Control Z because I fucked up. I was hoping you deleted everything. I don't know how I feel about that. Let's move on. Why? Why oh, you, you have to roll my flaw? Yeah, boy. Why don't you know how you feel about oh, it? Oh, I'm putting big four energy out there. Four. Uh, I'm trying to Or six. It. Six is good, too. All right. Four or six. Four or six. Wait, what, that's a D6. I was almost rolling a D4. Okay, rolling a D6. A three is good. A lot of these are good. Okay, okay. Calm down. I'm rolling your dice. All right, here we go. I roll a three. It doesn't matter nice. what people say to me. I'm not crazy. I'm not a monster. I'm perfect. <laughs> that completely contradicts with the bond, though. <laughs> I know. Fuck the bond. Bond's not good. But it uh, works well with the beautiful, the personality trait of the does. insane one. Well, and, and so that's the thing. It feels like we could play a split personality here pretty well, right? The sane, what was the sane uh, personality trait we rolled? The sane one was... You just stare off into the distance. But what I'm saying is, so they're quiet, keep to themselves, and reserved when they're sane. The same way they, they, like, that could be the bond. The bond is, I don't want to be like this forever. I want to rid myself of this torment. They're, a, like, when they're sane, they they understand the presence of this other side of them, their insecurity that comes over and forces them to be violent in some way. Yeah. Whereas then when they're saying insane, they're like, no, this is fine. This is how I'm supposed to be. This is how we survive. This is important. This is what I need to be. And so like, it's just that kind of like, yeah. And just, what yeah. triggers them a lie. If we, they think someone's lying, does that we, throw them into the insanity? I, I would say, let's not start diving into those yet. Let's cause, <laughs> Well, just because, like, that's a, not necessarily a slippery slope, but that's going to get us moving in a direction of understanding this character's backstory. There's a lot of good places to start with this. Let's finish the roles, I would say, first. Okay. Then we can start answering those questions. All right. All as right. much as I want this character to be a functional, playable character, I'm not going to min-max the stats, because that's your job. <laughs> wow. And we, we min-maxed the character last week, so just give me good strength. Two weeks ago. <laughs> you don't need good strength for a cleric. I want it, though. You're not making a paladin. I feel like you wanted to make a paladin. Maybe I confused myself. I rolled a 6, 3, 2, 1. So it's 11? 6, 3, 2, yep. 11 strength. All right. I will roll dex. And just as a reminder, the main thing you want for cleric is wisdom. And, gotcha. and we'd be okay having a high charisma if we want to go with inspiring leader. And we get a plus 1 to 2 whatever we want, so... All right, I'm rolling two. whatever we want. Yeah, two plus one, so whatever we want. All right, all right, rolling. Oh, man, I haven't rolled this many dice in a while. Rolling dex. Ooh, you're not very dexterous. Ah, you're fine. Uh, five, four, four, one. So that's 13. So far, so good. Con. I rolled a five, four, three, two. Uh, five, four, 14? Three. 12. No, that's wrong. 12. Yeah. 5, 4, 3, you said? Yeah, yeah. 5 plus 4 is 9 plus 3 is 12. Correcto mundo! You win the math! Thanks, man. I'm doing a lot of income calculations. <laughs> Hopefully you're adding bigger numbers than this. Um, I am. Intelligence. Okay. I, ooh, yes! This is fun. I rolled a 3, 4, no. 2, 2. So you got a 9 intelligence. It's not oh, bad. Oh, it's not bad. Okay. It's not That'd bad. Be much worse. But, like, I think for this character, intelligence being the low stat is great. 
I also love me a dumb Wisdom. boy. I love me a dumb boy. You love being that dumb character that no one actually likes. It's so you fun You don't to play, play sympathetic dumb well. You play pretentious dumb really well. I'm not trying to be sympathetic. <laughs> I like sympathetic dumb. I want people to love me, Jake. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wisdom. All money. Ooh, we did it, baby. Six, five, four, one. Oh, damn. So 15? <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, Chorismo. Mm, 4332. 10. So we can even we can use expiring leader Inc- technically. Expiring? He's an expiring leader. Did he die already? Yeah, with that, w- with that with that fucking charisma roll, it's definitely expired. We, the idea of it we get, expired. We get plus ones here. We can add plus 1 to two different things that we want. I'm sorry, does 10 plus 1 equal 13, Jacob? I'm just saying, we can do whatever we want. This is our podcast. No one cares. You know how many we letters? Swap charisma and decks. Yeah. I say, you know how many letters from Wizards of the Coast we've received? Two, and none of them have been about this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> none. They don't care. No one cares. We make our own rules here. That's the whole thing. Just have fun with it, baby. So, to that point. I'm doing a lot of the hand motions, and I'm realizing they're off screen now because we also stream on Twitch. I don't know if you know that if you're listening to our podcast. You want to come and hang out with us? It's <laughs> twitch.tv slash rngpc. Anyways. Underscore. Underscore PC. Uh, yeah, you get it. Um, okay. Okay. So. So. Where do we want to add the plus ones? How many I get? Two? Yep. Um, I Can I make a suggestion? I'm thinking I'll tell you what I'm thinking first. Okay, go ahead. Um Wisdom and Dex, then swap the Dex and the Charisma. So Wisdom and Charisma after you switch Dex. Yeah. Okay. I think that works. My my suggestion was gonna be just adding them to the odds. Because odd numbers don't give you anything, but if you get a plus up, it takes you up to the next uh modifier plus. Yeah, which is essentially what I did, so Yeah. I like that. I'm glad you. I'm glad you agree. So, are, are we going to switch the charisma on the decks? Sure. So he's he's mediocrely dexterous. Um, it won't really matter with AC because as a cleric again, you get heavy armor, so you'll be okay. So we're just switching decks and charisma, giving a plus one to charisma and wisdom, giving him a wisdom of sixteen and a charisma of fourteen. Dope. Which allows so then, us to potentially be inspiring leader if that's the feat you want to go with. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, sorry. I'll put this grape away. I didn't realize how big these things were, and I feel like you can hear me chewing. I apologize. That's fine. I also burped. <laughs> we're just a couple of dudes just hanging out, eating grapes, burping into microphones. You know. We like sports, and we don't care who knows. Leave us a review on iTunes. Let everyone know about burping into microphones and grape eating. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, cool. So, do we want to re... What's the word? Re... Not regroup. Re... Um, it's not re. Uh, Are you trying to make a joke? No. I forgot. Oh, God. To go back over to uh, recap. Recap everything? I can't tell if you're serious or I not. forgot it. I'm... Love, love, love you. Love you, chat. Chat, help me with the word. <laughs> <laughs> that's not real that that didn't just happen okay fine it didn't just happen that makes me look smart 
That's Good not joke. real. Good joke. I don't believe. I forgot the word recap. Okay, it happens sometimes. <laughs> I don't believe you. Okay. You're fucking with me to make me feel crazy, so I really get into the character. <laughs> yes, the gaslighting has begun. <laughs> <laughs> recap. Um. <clears throat> Let me <clears throat> do <Beautiful>. my... Beautiful. <clears throat> Hang on, bar is running by. <laughs> I heard that. I thought it was mine. All right, everyone. Gathering round close while we do the recap of this week's spookiest character. Nathaniel, this week, decided he wanted to bring the background of Psychopath. And then on top of that, he wanted the class of this spooky character to be a cleric of the beast domain. <laughs> that seems contradicting. So from there, he went into the contradictions even more. And with the god of Rao, who is the lawful good god of uh, what types of things? Uh, like peace, reason, and serenity for this psychopathic character. And then from there, he brought the race of woman, the variant background, so that he could go with a feat that we will later decide based on its background. Then from there, we got to rolling, rolling, rolling. What? And from there, we found what broke this psychopath, which was as a child. They were possessed by a devil who forever broke them and their sanity in an attempt to take over their entire body. The personality traits were split into one of the sane and one of the insane. For the sane, I tend to stare off into the distance sometimes, lost in thought. And then the personality trait for the insane is... I am beautiful, I am beautiful, I am beautiful, and I am beautiful. Then we rolled on the ideal and got paranoia. They're out to get me. I know it. I can see it in their eyes. They hate me. They want to kill me. Kill or be killed, which comes with the alignment of evil. Then from there we rolled on bond. I don't want to be like this forever. I'll do anything to rid myself of this torment. And then from f that we wrote Flaw, which is, it doesn't matter what people say to me, I'm not crazy, I'm not a monster, I'm perfect. And we got into the stats, we wrote a strength of 11, a dex of, well, originally 13, but we switched it to 10, because you'll talk about it. And then Charisma of 12, an intelligence of 9, a wisdom of 15, but the plus 1 from the human variant gets it a 16. And then a Charisma, we moved down to 13 and gave it a plus 1 to 14, so that one of the feats we can still potentially use. And that's where we're at. That's that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> there was, except you said Charisma instead of Constitution. Oh, did I? Oh, dang it. Yeah. Constitution's 12. <laughs> I don't have a spooky voice generator. I just had to do that. That's fine. <laughs> I'm here for it. I didn't mind it. It's better than fucking Outro Man. Outro Man's here too! <laughs> oh, no, it's not yet. Sorry. I'll put him uh, back in the drawer. Uh, he lives in a drawer. <laughs> Speaking of people living in small spaces, Chelsea and I recently started rewatching Harry Potter. Fun fact. All right, oh. let's figure this out. <laughs> Let's um, figure this out. Okay, so 
I'm rolling up my sleeves. All right, we're already short sleeves, but now they're bro tank sleeves. Um, so where would you like to begin? Do you want to figure out the feet first, or do you want to start trying to talk through what we have so far as a background and see which foot aligns? Like I said, if I were playing this character, the choice would be Great Weapon Master. Easy. But trying to think of like an RP thing. See, even Inspiring Leader, like the words Inspiring Leader sounds like it makes sense, but what Inspiring Leader actually does doesn't make that much sense. It just gives temporary HP. It doesn't like make people like be under my influence or anything like that. You You know what I'm saying? You could make that argument in some way that you lead people and therefore they, they around you, they feel invigorated and they have more strength into them. Right. And they're willing to do more because they have more health. Right. Willing to take. Yeah. An argument could be made there for that. So, and, and the thing too is with great weapon master, you can go into an RP reason of that. You trained in weaponry. You in some way have more, ability to damage people around you and what was the other part of great weapon master was the first part of it um sorry let me pull it back up the first part of great weapon master is that um if i reduce a creature to zero or critically hit i can swing again as a bonus action and and the rp of that could just be when you trained as a cleric and all this like you you were just very brutal (laughs) like it was just to this point where like you wouldn't just kill somebody you would hurt the people around them still whilst doing it right can i have a huge hammer sure i want like a big ass fucking like reinhardt kind of hammer like a mall yeah yeah right is that what i'm thinking of i believe so is mall the right thing i'm googling it yeah yeah but a big one (laughs) large mall Oh, I still left Anduin in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-handed. Yeah, that's going to be things. Oh, I'm also thinking of, like, I'm pretty sure one of the, again, World of Warcraft, I think one of the orc Thrall. Yeah. Thrall. He's the the orc, right? Yeah, I want Thrall's weapon. That's what I'm envisioning. Thrall's maul. Yeah. Okay. So... That's what I'm just saying. Like, each one of these, we could find a reason in them to have an RP thing, right? Heavily armored could be like, again, they don't like the way their appearance is, so that they constantly cover themselves with something. And in their case, they prefer armor. Um, Yeah. Tough. It could just be this idea, again, of they just enjoy – they just try and constantly prove their own – how much they can take. So they're constantly going out there and just all that, so – I either want inspiring leader or great weapon master. Okay, so then do we want to go into the background and see which one we think fits the best? Or you, you, the one you've been leaning towards the most this whole time is really inspiring leader. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I just want to be violent. So the thing is, with feet, with feet, you can take another one later on. Ooh, true. You're right. Let's take inspiring leader now. Okay. So the, the so Look, we're doing that. I decided. Well, what what I would ask though here is, which one do you think comes more from where they've been, and what's one they could work on achieving over their arc? 
I think they work on. I think they came from inspiring leader with okay. charisma being higher than strength because I don't think this person's sure. strong enough to blast through people. Sure. If we're just going off that stat, and I think they work towards the great weapon master of okay. like, like they finally get to a point where they themselves want to get their hands dirty and like kill someone for you know their god, mm-hmm. and by that time they're great weapon master and they just like obliterate someone's skull. Cool. So they 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 come from a place of inspiring people, and they want to get to a place of being able to be down in it as well. Okay. Yeah. So and the thing too is uh, each temporary hit points equal to your level plus your charisma modifier. So right off the bat, at level one, they get plus one, plus two. So they get plus three. Everyone gets plus three hit points. I mean, and that's the thing too is like uh, with the peace domain for cleric, like I think that's a pretty heal heavy. Um, I would imagine pretty heel heavy uh, class. Uh, yeah, that's probably accurate. You get, oh, you also get heroism, dude. So you're you're a big time support if you have inspiring leader and hero- heroism. Heroism is a willing creature you touch will imbue with bravery until the spell ends. The creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier. So at the start of each of their turns, so at the start of each of their turns, they get more HP. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's another. The, the, those might be doubling up a little bit, but that's okay. So, you, okay, because again, the thing is, in the moment, if you're not able to uh, uh, do your whole big speech, you can just touch somebody and give that to them um, as an action, and and it's temporary hit points uh, equal to your spellcasting ability modifier, which is wisdom. So in this case, your wisdom is sixteen, which is plus three. So again, somebody's getting plus three. Every, at the beginning of every round. So you don't have to heal them. They just get temporary hit points every beginning of every round. They get those gotcha. back. So, so I can give like a mass amount of people temporary hit points, and then maybe yes. one person make, listen, you're special. The thing though, Here's something that comes back every time. It doesn't stack. That's the only I know thing. it wouldn't stack, but they would add, it would essentially just add the feature of regaining every turn. Yes. To so, it. so what you could do is you could do it where your frontline guy or whatever, you give it to everyone in the group, frontline guy loses his first three, then you could go up and touch him, and he keeps getting him back. So yeah. that's that would be a way to do it. And so I think that's what's kind of nice. So, again, when looking at these things, what overlaps about them, we can lean into as like, oh, that makes sense. At a first level, he can make like temporary hit points and giving people, imbuing them with more health than they're used to having. That's the core of this character as within RP and in game mechanics, right? Their main thing isn't yeah. just healing. It's making them feel like they're – capable of more than what they thought they were through Rao through Rao yes. and my misinterpretation of their teachings <laughs> well and that's the thing is watch Midnight Mass a lot of this character overlaps with a lot of what Midnight Mass I, I would I can draw uh, comparisons to I don't even maybe I'll convince the girls to watch tonight is it spooky at all yeah it's the guy that, it's Mike Flanagan it's the guy that did uh, Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor I know um, I know, but I've also you've also said it's like not you said it's a slow burn. Like I would burn. not call Bly Manor spooky because it was bad. Like <laughs> does, it, does Midnight Mass still have? Is there like an uncomfortable Halloweeny yes. spooky essence yes. to Midnight Mass? Yes, I would say. Okay. It, it's apparently the last two episodes, which are the last two I need to watch, are where it gets real batshit, <laughs> like okay. spooky. But there are small little elements in the early episodes that keep you on edge and uncomfortable um, that then increase as the show goes on. The show okay. is more narratively driven, but it does build on that. And it does feel like okay. that the whole time. 
Um, then maybe I can I can convince the girls to watch tonight because they're all like it's fall season. Right. That's why Sarah, that's why she's here. They went to like a pump, like whatever <laughs> white girls. They they did white girl stuff today. Hey, I love white girl stuff. Can I show you the? Candle? I know you do. Can I show you the candle that is currently burning behind me? Here, I'll show no. you. I'll show you on camera so you can read it for everyone at home. You're gonna have to give. Make sure you hold out there for like 20 seconds because I'm watching like oh, Twitch as a okay. viewer. All right. Yeah. <laughs> here you go. So. I mean, typically, like... How far behind until, is it? Jesus. My... Uh, let me see. Oh, pump, spiced pumpkin patch. There you I'm go. so happy for you. Mm. Um, mm. My wife and I made a joke the other day because she was looking through old photos um, of last year, and you were home in October last year. You were in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she said, she's like, I wish Crock was going to be in Michigan in October. And I literally said to her, I'm like, why? So you guys can do boyfriend-girlfriend stuff? Yes. <laughs> I am your wife's boyfriend. You know this. We've discussed yeah. this. <laughs> she laughed and she was like, yeah, actually. I'm like, I know. You it's are okay. her husband. I am her boyfriend. That's how this works. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway. The, yeah. The, 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 sorry, I was trying to remember where this spawned from. But it spawns from the idea of misinterpreting their writings. And the thing I would say that comes in Midnight Mass is I don't even think you need to misinterpret. It's about just... We we could walk the line of taking what they're they they preach right, which is again don't lie, peace, reason, serenity, and don't. Where, where did you get the don't lie thing from? I'm just not seeing it in. It literally says in the words like does not like liars, or pe- it does not. It says like does not like people whose careers are based off lying. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. So to to that extent. It, it, I, I think what you could do is taking from that is again the pun- not necessarily the punishment, but like how they have are less than right, like they yeah. are, they, and so you can take that to a dangerous extreme and not have to quote unquote misinterpret it, right? You could just be like, well, that's what it says. It says if you are a liar, therefore you should be not trusted and you are not worthy and you are not any level yeah. of this. So like, I don't even think he needs to misinterpret it, but like. I think the idea that he gives out like this, these temporary hit points, that could be almost like a reward in some way, right? That's how he rewards people. That's how he keeps them coming back. Is like, if you are honest with me, I will be f- more yeah. than forthcoming with you, and we will build something together, and this and blah blah blah, and like it's all about honesty and trust and all of that. And, and if you don't do that, well, then you're in the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... One of the last things I want to discuss before we, because I think we have to go into this um, possession. Yep. You know? Correct. But before we jump into that, I want to ask your opinion on a question that just occurred to me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, when they sit down to play D&D, uh, create a character that is full of lies and secrets. Yeah. <laughs> what would what would you say about someone trying to play this character as a PC and not being like an NPC for a DM? Because there's going to be someone in your group who lies. And it's like, a, who is that shady rogue who works for the Thieves Guild? There's like a 98% chance that's going to be someone in your party. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe this character is strictly an NPC from where we're coming from. Well, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked it here today. <laughs> um, the brutality of it. Yeah. It's. Uh, I think that's where. Oh, shit. Sorry oh, wow. about that. Look at you punching your microphone. Who's the unprofessional now? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I think there's a way you can play with it. And, ma- and maybe that's the whole thing is, again, I, I, I struggle with us going to 
this place of if you're a liar, you die. Right? Yeah. I think what it could just mean is if you're this player and you're playing with that rogue or somebody, you don't give them temporary hit points. Yeah. Just you're still in it back a little bit as a player. Because, again, the, the evil aspect of this, I don't think the, the, the evil part of it needs to be I kill everything and everything's, you know, blah, blah, blah. It comes from a place of the evil is the, his selfishness. The evil is this person's willingness to let the overall mission fail to prove a point. The evilness yeah. of this character comes from not understanding that there are different viewpoints, that there are different yeah. things. It is it is, okay. it is their stalwartness in the law, right, that makes them okay. like this. Because, like, yeah. I would say lawful good, you understand that the laws are here to help and better people. But if there's a way that a law is hurting somebody, you put the good before that, right? You put the you put the the, the being able to help the the society as a whole above the individual law that's there. Whereas yeah. lawful evil, nope, that's what it says, and it's here, and I'm benefiting from it, and that's and I've just created and I exist within a system that allows me to benefit. Right. Gotcha. And so I think that's how you would want to do it. You do not like that person. You you struggle to work with them, but you don't have to help them. Right. Yeah. Like that's true. that's how I would play it. It would be ten- okay. tenuous, and that's the thing with evil characters is they're not. I would not suggest them for first time players. <laughs> um, I would definitely go into it and make sure you talk to the person that is role playing the other character, whether it's your DM or whoever's playing them, and just be like, "Hey, I like you." <laughs> as a person <Yeah. laughs> we're okay we're fine but in order for my care and like it's such a bullshit excuse but like well that's what my character would do that's what you're gonna have to at some points have those things but make sure again you're not stopping other people from having fun because at the end yeah, of the day yeah. that's the thing with D. and i think it could yeah. be as simple as i inspire everybody in the group except dave because fuck you yeah. dave you lied to me earlier <laughs> so you don't get temporary hit points right that doesn't ruin dave's fun Dave can still go out and do no. rogue shit. He just doesn't get the plus three hit points. And he can be like, God damn yeah. it. Why don't I get hit points? It's like, because you know, Dave. You know what you did, Dave. And that could be the fun kind of like odd coupling of it. Play it more as the odd, comedic like odd coupling thing and less yeah. of like, I don't know. But yeah. And like, so yeah. I don't think you need to kill them per se, but definitely I like that kind of balance. But again, make sure you're talking to this player. <laughs> Make sure you're on the same page. And, like, like I think you and I could do it, Nate, right? We have a level of rapport and respect for each other that we know no matter what happens to us in-game, we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll, be, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll be okay. But, like, it could be fun to play with a best friend that has this thing of, like, nope, not today. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. letting you get away with that shit. <laughs> but if you're also going to be a DM and take this to the NPC... This person would murder everyone. Yeah. And that's the thing is, right? You have that ability to go that way. This would be a fun. I love lawful villains. A lawful villain that's like, what? This is the way it is. This is just, it's not, like, it, it's just fun. It'll, speaking of which, like, the Bond villain we were talking about. I think we talked about Bond earlier. I don't know if it was on stream or off stream. The villain really <laughs> fell flat for me in no time to die. But Oh, that's a bummer. Villains are important. They are. But um, I, that speaks to how good the movie is. Despite that, the movie is still very good. Um, gotcha. So, but yeah, but well, all right. That's my answer. No, Very we've, long winded. We've done that. Yep. Oh yeah, dude. I almost made you keep rolling, 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 rolling. No, like four times. Did it make sense though? Yes, it makes. I know exactly what you're saying. You want me to, I agree. I can recap it if you want. <laughs> Jesus, are you sure you can recap it? Is that the right word? <laughs> um. Okay. So we want to go into the possession now. 
Yeah, so, um, yep. Yeah, I think it's time to start actually figuring out the backstory. We've talked about the minutiae of this character, and mm-hmm. now we got to figure out what's going on. What's going on? I said, hey. hey, hey. It's oh. like you're yawning. I was like, yeah, I just transferred it to you. <laughs> oh, man, what's going on with that? That's not what I wanted. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? Yep. Okay. Um, so, so, I want to start with the possession. I think that's the earliest thing in this character's life. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Cool. So, I think they fucked around and found out, bro. <laughs> Fucked around with a demon and a Ouija board, and they found out. I saw a TikTok the other day that said millennials came from the fuck around and find out era. (laughs) No, I saw something. There was a tweet. It's like, I'm really pissed I missed the fuck around generation just to live through the find out generation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But. All right. So what we could do is. How do you. Do you want to say they were possessed by some something they did or something that happened around them um i don't know maybe they had because i mean this character just by the like if you read the verbiage and the psychopath background this character's life sucks so i kind of am envisioning like a lot of darkness here that we're about to explore so maybe this character had like a really terrible neglectful violent childhood which made it very susceptible to evils of the world and this demon was like hey you'd be a dope host you've got a lot of like hate inside of you i'm gonna try to take you over kind of thing sure i mean we could also play to the extent that their dad was a warlock and offered him up as fucking whatever and then the church found out and took him away from it or something right yeah that's easier (laughs) that's a better that's an easier more direct story i like that Oh, okay. I was just throwing... Okay, sure. I know you like warlocks. No, I like that. So, I almost made this character... I almost pitched this character as a warlock pretending to be a cleric. Ooh. But I decided that I'd confuse myself and the episode <laughs> wouldn't be good, so I didn't do that. I know what I am. Wait, no, I don't. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be the psychopath part, though, right? They broke because they were trying to fake so much and their patron within them was like... What are you? What are you doing? What is going on? You're like, I guess I'm just a cleric now. I forgot all the warlock shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I guess I have to actually worship this god? Ugh. Like, please give me magic. It's so much different than the warlock things. Um, but okay, so you like the idea that their dad was a warlock, had some religious or some connection to a patron, some infernal patron, that they were promised a child, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. And so the dad put it in this kid, and then the church of Rao, this lawful good um, being, found out about it, came in, did some sort of exorcism, took the child from the father, and raised it. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Maybe Rao was the main church of, like, this small village. Right. And the father maybe was, like held some sort of prominence in this village that they obtained through the deal they made with this demon. And then when Rao found out about, about all the lies and mischievousness, right. they murdered the dad in front of our character and then um, exercised our character and got the demon out of him. Fuck. 
so just I mean we're going Dexter here then <laughs> to some extent yeah. as well. That and so I think that I think the combination of witness witnessing daddy murder and exorcisms in the same week is what broke our character. Okay. My only thing with that is I I would as a DM, I would like the dad to still be around. Okay, well too bad. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Fair. And plus if, as if a, that's if that's your only retort, I'm ex- well, I'm taking it off the table. But my thing with it is what we could play with is what, what what we could play with here is the fact that maybe they don't kill him, but they punish him in some way, throw him in prison, do whatever, blah blah blah. And then this character is constantly told there's ways to get people to, you know, understand what they did was wrong and they can change. But he could be like, "No, they don't. They don't change. You kill them. They they should die. My father should be dead. Why did you let him live? Why, like he's just going to do it again, right? So that becomes then a thing for this character is like he disagrees with that slight thing. If we come in and the church is already at this level of brutality, it, it's it, it gives us a little less conflict for him within the church. Does that make sense? Um, sure. But also, if you want to just go with that, we can just go with it. I was just saying, like for me, it's one of those things that could be interesting that the church is trying to teach him compassion, but he has seen so much just violence from his father probably like the father taught him the violence that ends up being what he wants to then use against his dad <laughs> in some way yeah and, and it wouldn't have to be a whole arc in some way it doesn't have to tie into anything else it's just as a dm it's like oh he's in prison and he got out your dad's out now okay yeah I'm not feeling it okay so then they killed him in front of him <laughs> um and that could be then again why this church just is that brutal when it comes to certain things and, and so then what we could play with he assumes that means everybody gets punished this way. But the church would yeah. be like, no, your dad was different. Your dad. Yeah, your dad offered up an innocent child to a demon and lied to all of us for, like, decades. Yeah. And like, and again, maybe and we don't have to go into this because the character wouldn't know it, but I, I, I'm having DM thoughts here. It's just like, <laughs> you weren't the first one. Ooh, yeah. You were, you were, like, the second or third child he had that he gave over to this demon that the demon was too much for and the child died. We had to save you. Like, the, your, yeah. your father's level of brutality, we tried to keep from you, but he was an awful person. And everyone that lies is not as awful as your father. Like, yeah. That, that, that I mean, be. the route, and then, then, then some, then some like priest or whatever can be like, you know, the Rao teachings tell us that in certain circumstances, violence, a certain level of violence is condoned. And we all thought that, like, your dad right. was unsavable. Right. And and, and and that could be the thing too is like we had meetings we we it wasn't yeah. just a quick split decision and like that's the fun you can kind of play with because I think it's instinctual in some way for our character to as much as they won't like their father for this right or their their person the their parent parental figure that did it they at some level will still want to believe that their father wasn't any different than anybody else right to some yeah. extent so they will struggle with the acceptance of. Wait, so no, he wasn't just evil. He was so evil that he required this level of violence. No, 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 no. Everyone is that evil. Everyone is that bad. It, was, it can't just have happened to me. It can't just be my father. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Me likey. Alaka, alaka, Allah. Alaka, Allah. So, cool. Small village. This church of truth. And, and the thing, too, about Rao, um, as I was kind of glancing over this, it seems like Rao, like the Raven Queen, in some way, was an actual person at some point. Was some Ooh. sort of like prophet that, like I believe, like ascended to godhood. So again, 
I think that's at some point was in here. But anyways, like it, it could just be this thing like – and so like they would almost be the exact opposite of Vecna, right? Vecna is this god of secrets and, and yeah. like the, the, the um, whispers and whispered one or whatever. And like they're, they both were probably maybe ascending at the same time type thing. But it doesn't, it doesn't have to 100% be that. But I'm just saying this city could even be like this small town could be where he was from, right? Maybe it's the hometown of this god where it's not a huge big thing. But like that's why they know him so well. That's why they're so established in all of this. And the fact that – this, I mean, he could even have been a politician, right? A warlock politician that came in to try and do this. The nerve, like of this. Yeah. Guy. Um. So, then I think what we should try and get to now is the personality traits. Okay. So I mean, the first one I like that the uh, fucking first one isn't too crazy. It's just like sometimes I stare off into the distance. Right. Easy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't contradict much. You're just deep. You're maybe you're deep in thought, um, and I, I don't think this person has like fucking um, like DID. I don't think it's like a disassociative identity disorder thing. Okay, I, which I don't know. I, I could be. I always fucking forget whether or not people with DID know that they have DID. I forget. I think so. I apologize. I think, but it depends on the level of it. But I think some do and some don't. I think so too, but I forget, so I apologize. So I'm just going to say straight up here with this character, they are they don't have any like separation. So when they do go insane, quote unquote, yeah. and they get really preachy and like convince people to commit violence in the act of row, they're aware that this happened. Okay, like kind of like bipolar, manic depressive kind of thing sure. is what I'm imagining. So maybe when they're sane and they're not like manic right. over their god, they're like contemplating on like, well, was that too much? Maybe. Like, you know, just, like, in thoughts of what's going on right. around them. And and so, and, and to, to that point, I, I, I like that. I, like we're going, I just want to tie in something else to it that we have here as well as the bond. I think the same personality and the bond go hand in hand. Yeah. So the, I don't want to be like this forever. I'll do anything to rid myself of this torment. I think that that can tie into this in, in, in some way. Um, because... It, it, it's it's a contemplation, right? Like I would almost say, like the, the for them, it could just be they go from being very just pensive and quiet and keeping to themselves to full blown preacher. That yeah. is this person of no, why I had to suffer like this to to learn and to grow and to get this power from Rao. And if you want it, you have to suffer too sometimes, and that's okay. And like you can be saved and blah blah blah. Like it, it's very just like this level of like over the top then and confidence and just all of this that like makes them believe they're perfect. But then they swing back and be like, Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I did that. Where yeah. did that come from? Oh, geez. What, 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 what am I doing? What is going on? But then they always struggle with, well, I mean, we're doing good for Rao, I guess in some way, but like, I wish I could just be comfortable with who I am and just be one, like the, the, the idea of um, I'll do anything to rid myself of this torment that line could go either way. The torment could just be, I want to always be pensive or I want to always be this level of confident. What I hate is that I'm in the middle questioning either side. Like, yeah, like, I agree. Cause it's like, I don't need to be pensive and quiet all the time. I just don't want to then question everything I just did for the past week and a half where I was leading a crusade through a fucking village, destroying everybody. <laughs> if that's what I'm going to be, then fine. Just let me fucking be that. I don't want to come back and question it. Right. Like, and that's, yeah. that's evil. <laughs> that's a level of evil of like, I don't care which side I end up on of this coin. I just want to stay on one side. <laughs> exactly. I like it. Um, 
I do agree that that this the sane personality trait and the bond go together really well, as well as the insane personality trait and the flaw go together really well. <laughs> yeah. So we do have like two sides of a coin here, and then the ideal, the paranoia can just be in the middle. Like the paranoia just always exists because they've done terrible things more than likely. And, you know? and I think the paranoia and, and we talked about this a little bit earlier of the scarring of the removing of this. I think this whatever infernal demon in some way is still out there. Right. Okay. Just exercising it like it was promised something. Right. Like you have you watched the paranormal activities like all of them? No. No. I only recently watched the second one. I'd watched the first one. The second one, spoiler alert, for Paranormal Activity, which came out in like 2000, what, seven, <laughs> ten? I don't know. The second one goes into why the demon possessed the girl in the first one. The girl was possessed okay. in the first one because apparently she was a sister, right? Their great-great-grandmother made some deal with a demon at some point to give their family success that the firstborn male of their lineage would be given over to this demon for four generations. It was only women born in the family. And then finally (laughs) the sister had a son. And so originally what happens, paranormal activity two is actually a prequel. You don't learn that till the end. The demon is coming for the son on the other side, but in order to protect the son, the mother and father on the other side, send the demon off to the sister. And we see in the first one. Oh my God. So, how fucking stupid. When the first one ends and she just leaves the house, where she goes is over to finally get the male son of the other house. So in some way, this is a very roundabout way of just saying this, this demon was promised a kid. Demon wants a kid. <laughs> demon wants a kid, baby. And so like he could he just... He just wants to be a daddy. <laughs> but that that could be part of the insanity that gets triggered, right? Is that like when whenever this demon tries to push back in in some way, he feels empowered and imbued and he 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 thinks it's god in some way but like maybe that yeah. there's some scar on him that reminds him of that or the demon is just trying to come at him because he's who he was promised okay so that could be the paranoia i don't know what the fuck that noise was Sorry. um yeah are oh, you from you or from <laughs> me it was me i like gasped oh. but i was just breathing <gasps> <laughs> what's it like being so um, old god fuck Gasping you for dude. air just you, I think I forget to breathe sometimes. I'm I need to manually breathe. Turning. It's not a it's not a subconscious thing. Thirty, turning thirty, turning thirty, <laughs> turning thirty. Um. So yeah. And- Whenever I listen to that car in the song, I, that, I do the backup vocals. I don't sing along with like him holding <laughs> notes. I'm always going turning thirty, turning thirty. <laughs> My favorite part of that whole thing. For, welcome to the Bo Burnham part of the podcast. Is it the end part? <clears throat> The wordplay of that, yes, but the whole thing and like watching it, the is the light coordination he has in the room when he's flipping the light in his underwear just behind yeah. him, and how just simple it is, but it looks so good. <laughs> the actual like just the song part when I'm listening to it, yes, the wordplay at the end is my favorite part of that, but the whole performance that is the song turning thirty, it's the lights in his. It's underwear. just called thirty. Whatever. God, you're not even a real fan. It's thirty with in parentheses yeah. in front of it turning. It's turning not thirty. Not on Spotify. You're not on Spotify. Oh, actually, we are. You're right. We no, are. Actually, we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the paranoia is partially the demon and partially the enemies he makes along the way, killing all these people uh, because they lie. Um, and maybe, again, this is the last thing I'll say on the uh, ideal. Maybe the character's aware, just a little bit, that they're twisting the teachings. 
to and, be more and, violent than they were anticipated they were supposed well, to be. So what we can play on here is why is our adventurer out adventuring? Well, because to kill people. But yeah, yes. And that's because the church he grew up in where he they saved him was like, dude, you're wrong. And he's like, no, I'm right. I'll show you. And he leaves to go make his own congregation, to get his own people that are willing to go to the level that he is to rid the world of. It could even just be people like his father, other warlocks, or people that are making these packs and and trusting these un, unsavory deities like the one that is still after him. Right. And so, like, he is yeah. trying to undo corruption and um, uh, lies within communities that are being. Uh, built all over the place right and he's willing to do what it takes and the church is like yeah no <laughs> like you're you're going too far sometimes it's enough just to take them out of power we don't have to like kill everyone dude yeah so like that could be what happened in his town in some way he just had a dis- uh, uh, um a falling out with the church on how they removed somebody else and he thought it should have been more and they didn't, and he could have either then gone behind their back and killed them, and so now he's wanted by his church, or he could also have just disagreed and just left because of it. Okay. Yeah, I don't care either way. Uh, um, I thought for sure so, you were going to be like, he killed him. No, I don't care either way. Okay. Mostly because I'm trying to move along, move along. I thought you were going to maul it over. Ha! <laughs> Thank you for the sound effects. Um, <laughs> Let's see, what else... Is there anything else we need in this? Um, yeah, hold on, hold on. We got daddy. So we've discussed. Yeah, we've discussed the two personalities. Well, so are they obsessed with their looks? Yeah. Okay, that's right. That's the other thing. Yeah. uh, Yes, I I think so. What do you think? Do you want that to come in? Do you want that to play? Because I think that, with that being the uh, insane personality trait. So I think here's what here's where I kind of want to take something that you've suggested a couple times here. Okay. I think. That this character does have some sort of scarring, yeah. but I don't think it's like facial scarring. Sure. I think it's maybe body, chest area scarring that's pretty grotesque, okay. and they like are f- terrified to be seen out of their like cleric clericy armor. Mm-hmm. And like when they're in the armor, they're like convincing themselves that like they're beautiful and like they're representing Rao, and that also makes them beautiful and like accepted. So I just, I do feel like there's a little bit of like a body image God, issue here, that's, and they don't want to ever be seen like outside of their yeah, armor. That's so toxic, but it works. And, and that's the thing. <laughs> but but that, that's the thing is like people have this right, and that's the thing is like despite how toxic it is, people do suffer with this. Pe- yeah. People do have something like that, and then like I don't want to get too. In, I mean, we can define what the scarring is, but like you can just have a sunken chest. There's people that have that. Yeah. Right, where it's like it's almost kind of inward because like. We could make the the removing of this demon have been whatever, right? But it could have literally almost left a hole in him in some way, removing this demon from them. And he almost died due to the process. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's, like, when he lets his guard down, that could be something that could... I mean, essentially, that could be the thing, right? Is he... (laughs) It's just so... It's so... It's tough because this is actually... I think something that people struggle with, like if someone sees him like that and they're like, no, you're, you're fine. You're, you're perfectly okay. This doesn't make you lesser than or whatever. He then doesn't believe them. And he's like, you're lying to me. Yeah. You're lying. And so, Ooh, and then fucking kills them. That'd be dope. 
but that's and that becomes the whole thing though right like that's his <laughs> insane that goes off to this level he doesn't let people in he doesn't let them in to see them like see him like this because the only people that one he's allowed in to see him like that are people that do probably care about him in some way and don't care about that but he cares so much about it that when they tell him this he's like you're wrong how do you not yeah. see this flaw in me that is grotesque and like that yeah. that's his rip that's his rip in, in all of this i mean he could have even had a crush growing up in some way in the cleric school on something and they were like oh no yeah you're totally great and awesome and i love all of this stuff about you and i love that i can put like a cereal bowl in your chest and eat out of it and it's cool oh my god <laughs> but like they 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 hate that they hate that about them or whatever it is whatever the the scarring yeah is. yeah have you did you ever watch the limited series on hbo uh sharp objects with amy adams no but i need to you do it's really good I've heard it's very good yeah, the book is she essentially really sleeps with someone for that reason. Oh, because they can put a cereal bowl in his chest. No, because they um, weren't gro- grossed out by the scars she gave herself. Oh, but and, and see, and that's where I'm like again, like <laughs> that's why I has like it's important to go into stuff like this, but it's also very important to make sure you do it well and not yeah. just like and not a, yeah, not just willy nilly like, to give it its right. give it its respect that it deserves. Right, because it, it is tough. That Peter, it, it is very tough yeah. to deal with. And if you don't have a healthy but, place to do that, it's, it can be scary. Yeah. Um, cool. So we've covered the beautiful. We've covered the paranoia. So the, we've covered the bond. Just to, I want to clarify the scarring. Scarring somewhere on their chest in some way. They don't let people see it. When they do, it they lash out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and everything they're trying to build in some way is maybe around finding people that don't know this about them, right? Yeah. Okay. And their armor is always really clean. Yep. Cool. Dope. Is that it? We think so. I think we've, the I think the, the last thing I would say is just wanting to clarify what their goal is now. I think they're going out to build their own congregation. Okay, that's fair. Going out in some way to find these people that are going to the extreme of Rao's teachings, right? Not like. Rao, and that's another thing, too, we can take from this idea of, again, it doesn't have to be exactly Rao, but it should in some way be a deity that believes in truth and uh, um, was it serenity and like uh, just that general stuff, but also should be someone that actually ascended, right, and wasn't just like always a god, because what that allows our character to kind of do is be like they were just a person too at some point and they took what was accepted at their time and pushed it and there we now have their teachings we can do that too we can be like Rao we can stand on his shoulders and move beyond that and be more we can do more than he did right like that's that's where you get into this uncomfortable zealotness of like oh this guy this guy this this motherfucker (laughs) Because like I think that's what he's trying to do. In some way, he might even want to ascend himself, right? Into Ooh. like yeah. But right now they're trying to build a following, build like Rao did. Sounds good. Cool. I like this. It was a little bit of a roller coaster for me. I think it's, it's, I was excited to begin with, yeah. dipped down a little bit, and I'm excited again. It was. I think it was fun for me the whole way through. But that's just because I like <laughs> good, I'm glad. stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, zealots! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I so the reason why I was excited for this character to begin with is because when I thought of the lady from the mist, like when Stephen King creates extreme characters so well, and they make me so fucking mad every time I watch a movie with one in it, and it's like that fire in me 
I was excited to bring that ha- passion of hatred towards those type of characters to make a character similar you to them. Gotta watch. If, if you don't end up watching Midnight Mass tonight, at least try and watch it before we record next time because that will be our intro topic. Because oh god, okay. <laughs> because everything you're talking about, just it, Midnight Mass is good. It, or it, I fucking hate religious experience. <laughs> god damn it, <sighs> they make me so fucking mad. <laughs> Anyone at home that I'll convince, knows, I'll, I'll watch some of that knows Midnight Mass already. Everybody knows what I'm talking about here. Um, but okay, cool. Then I think now we get to the everybody's favorite and most important part of the show. What is his name? Oh yeah, fuck. And I thought we, for some reason I'm like we're done. I thought you were gonna say role. I swear to God, I was waiting for you to say role play. <laughs> but there's all these blanks here. A lot of blanks still left down here at the bottom of the page. Um, I don't know. Rao doesn't have a lot to work with. Just three but, fucking letters. Again, we're coming from a place of they were named by their father. That was this warlock that wanted to put something inside them. Hmm. Right. So they could even just mm. like, especially if we think the father has done this to other people, they, he could have no connection to this child besides it being a vessel in some way. So we could then say he <laughs> had a name from his dad, but then when he went to the church, they gave him a new name. <laughs> no. Or he chose not. a name. No. I, no. Okay. <laughs> Wait, let's look um, up. I'm just Googling. I'm just Googling things. Uh, I don't like any of this. I don't like this list I'm on. Fuck. What's like... Uh, so I looked up the, the Latin. Oh, apparently the word sacrifice comes from Latin. But I was trying to find like what the Latin term for sacrifice was. The Latin word for peace is pax, P-A-X. Yeah. I, I don't mind pax. Like super packs, you know? Yeah, could be packs. <laughs> so, like, that was the word peace. But, again, is why would the dad name him peace? Or is that then what the church just calls him once they brought him in? I think it's just something that, like, if you're watching a movie, never gets really addressed just because it's thematic that his name is Pax. Sure. sure. <laughs> That's perfectly fine, too. Uh, Latin for evil is malum. Pax malum. Peace, Matt. Peace, evil. Evil peace. Malum pax. Malum pax. You, you can call me Mal. It's an evil peace. I don't like saying the word Mal. It makes me feel like I'm like choking on my tongue. It's Mal. That's his weapon. So? Fucking wow named the guy Thrall that had a Mal. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your fucking face hole. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. That's why I told you to shut yeah. up. Rolling, 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 what? rolling. What? That's my. Uh, would you kindly? <laughs> <laughs> um, the term sacrifice. Like literally, I looked up sacrifice in Latin, and it's sacr sacrium, or saf. Here, I'm gonna play it out loud. Sacrificium. Sacrum. Sac- Sacred. Sac- sacrificium. Sacred in Latin is sacrum. But it's like sack. Sacrum's weird. I fuck. Why didn't I do this ahead of time? Because I didn't know where I was going or where I've been. I, I honestly like Mal. Mal Paxum. Or Pax. I think I like Pax Malum better. Well, and, I'd really go and, by and Pax. that's the whole thing, too, is you can just, like, in most words, they're built out of several things, right? So it could be Pax Mal or Mal Pax. It could be their first name. Like, combine them together or have it be Ooh, something. Ooh, yeah. 
Malpax, I got. Yeah, let's do yeah. let's just do Malpax. Yeah. Or okay. or you could bring in a clerical part of it and have it be brother or monk or priest or father in some way that has like these things to it that has over overly religious tones. Ooh, Maybe, does does this would this character want to go by father? Maybe. Like like ooh, what's something ooh ooh you got my brain going. I don't want to... like what's what's a title this character would want that like if you're calling that like you know right like, so there's something they're trying to strive for and achieve and unlock I mean yeah so that when people call them it they're being submissive like daddy in the bedroom <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> just like it just like it just like it I mean um br- uh brother Malum brother Pax there's father Pax there's um I'm trying to think what what are clerics usually uh. Is there a terminology for it? I'm Googling religious titles. I like where we're headed. Saint. Saint. That's just a person's name. Right, right. Would you would you ever start something like, please, Saint, spare me? No. Spare me, Saint. Character level title. I'm trying to look like clerical level titles. What is this? There's vicar or vicar. A bishop. Or like Pope, I don't know about Pope. I mean, that's more of like in our. Yeah, that's too real. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is we can come up with a term within the church or whatever, right? Um. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. So there's cleric titles. There's aspirant, acolyte, adept, missionary, apostle, preacher, priest, abbot, bishop, high priest. I kind of I don't mind bishop or even priest, um, acolyte too. He could be acolyte, pax. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't mind acolyte or high priest, um, or archbishop. Yeah, yeah. It could just be arch, right? Arch pax. Ooh, or cardinal. Ooh, cardinals one. Cardinal pax. Cardinal comes with the tongue easier because I'm I, like I'm so in my sick, demented head. I'm imagining someone begging for mercy, yeah. and that's so I'm trying to think what what title I mean, name sire? sounds like really impactful. Even just sire, sire Pax, Monsieur. Monsieur. Ooh, that's too French. Monsignor. Ooh, Monsignor, you like it? Yeah, I like Monsignor. Okay, it's two Monsignor. So his name's Monsignor Pax. And he makes people that are going to follow him call him, just call him Monsignor. Monsignor, the title of various uh, senior Roman Catholic positions. Yep. Such as, a, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. Monsignor Pax. I like that. Is Smith character going to be my second French character? <sighs> Gonna breathe. Just gonna breathe. Um, they're lawful evil, fucking obviously. Yep. Yeah. Is that their ally? We've been talking about that the whole time. Oh, whoops, wrong part. <laughs> yeah, their organization is just lawful evil. Yep. Yeah. They're a human, so they don't live very long. No. But again, if, um, if they're going out to build their congregation, do we think they're a little bit younger? Right, just getting to like a. 20s 30s like i tried i tried like they grew up and were raised by it they 
learned all the teachings. They even went out a little bit on missions and stuff like that, but then found that they didn't like it and wanted to do their own thing. So they could be late twenties to thirties, or do you want to be just like, they're super old? <laughs> like, fuck all this. I'm now going out and doing something. Or they could be, super I'm just young. trying to figure out which age would be more influential. Like I'm trying to imagine if we took that crazy bitch from the mist mm-hmm. And made her a young twenty something. Would people have cared what they, she had to say so much? I, I, Does it matter if they're older? I, I think you know. I think you you will want in some ways to be late. I mean, Jesus was thirty three, right, when he died, I think, or whatever. So like late twenties to early thirties. Yeah, but that was like ninety nowadays. Nah, people honestly, people still live through their fifties <laughs> or sixties in in that time. The thirty, like he, Jesus died young, even for that time. Um, the good they do die young right so i think to have him in his late 20s maybe even early 30s because i I'm just to confirm you're afraid of people not taking him seriously if he's too young right yes i think if you're in your 30s you're fine if you're in your 20s okay 34 okay so fucking old appearance heavy fuck you immaculate <laughs> armor <laughs> fuck you <laughs> just a quick little fuck you yeah, you type that out. Uh, so heavy immaculate armor that they keep as pristine as possible. Big ass mall hammer. Um, should I make them like a fucking like a Hitler baby? Should they be like blonde haired, blue eyed? Sure. Long like just like Anduin. If you, I mean, that's what who and you inspired from this, right? Anduin and- sounds like a child trying to say Anduin. It does that's why. <laughs> but but think and see the thing I would say is the more beautiful you make his or the more classically beautiful you make his appearance, the more it makes sense that he hates the flaw about him. Oh yeah, you're right. He's got yep you, yep. Thank you for solidifying my yeah. thoughts. So yeah, beautiful the beautiful motherfucker, Chris Hemsworth looking motherfucker. <laughs> um, all the Chris's. He's just a combination Ooh, of Chris. Yeah. Fucking Pine Evans Pratt Hemsworth. All had a baby. <laughs> All the Chris's got together for a Chris orgy. And uh, yeah. it was at Christmas time, too, to make it even better. It was a Christmas yeah. Chris orgy. They christened the mason jar and then implanted it into a, <laughs> oh. a host. Oh. They took, um, yeah. who's a female Chris? Yeah. Who's, mm-hmm. a fe- who's a hot female Chris? Chris- Kristen Stewart? Sure. <laughs> oh, no. Did she host all the Chris's babies? Oh. Okay. We're getting weird again. <laughs> My uncomfortable because we're getting towards the end of this my, segment. My uncomfortable radar is through the roof. Um, okay, cool. I wrote down for allies and organizations. I have the old church that saved him, an evil warlock, evil warlock, infernal patron that his father tried to put into him. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm just gonna get rid of warlock and say evil infernal patron that his father tried to put into him. Sure. Yep. Um, and I think that's really it. What could be fun too, and I don't think you have to do, but like. Just having a little underling or a guy that's like his hype man that like just follows him around and follows him from the church like he was his best friend or whatever. I think we had a character like that, right? That had somebody that just hyped him up. Ah, uh, yeah, we that definitely did. My, I don't remember who it was though. Think, but yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Oh, he's got a strong jaw. I like strong jaws. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Should I give him a small chin for for Liz? <laughs> Why? She likes small chins. Is that what she said? Do you not remember? I don't. I don't want to say it. 
Oh, jeez. I don't know if it was on podcast or off podcast. <laughs> you can ask me at the end of the segment, and I'll remind you about what she said. <laughs> oh, make sure to come to Twitch to catch all the behind-the-scenes footage of apparently what Liz said at one point about small chins. Yeah, yeah. She has a hot take about of the size of a man's chin. Oh, I think I remember this. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so we're done. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> this character is traditionally beautiful. It's the last thing we were working on. So let's imagine like blonde-haired, blue-eyed, fucking just good-looking Anduin. Yep. Yep. Which is which is yeah why they care so much if they have this uh, body image issue with their body with their, their torso the the uh, uh, exorcism exercised scar on their chest in some way the extra scarring yes all right cool uh is there anything else then i think because they're we have their That's main it. goal right the main goal is to go out and build build their own church yeah we know yeah. where they came from we got our we got rp so i can pick up my dog oh <laughs> all right let's get so i'm pu- i'm pushing us along oh you're the one pushing this time <laughs> wow yeah wow <laughs> speaking of pushing you ready let's Ready? Move into the third trimester. Ooh. find ourselves back in Podcastria during the spookiest time of the year, as the days are getting shorter, the nights are getting longer, and the air is getting crisper. Inside our favorite tavern, the seedy one, seedy tavern, there's a good amount of people coming and going, but there's unfortunately been just some, some issues with some of the guests that are trying to stay overnight there, so... It's really only the locals that are here right now. As far as like travelers coming through, it's kind of been bad uh, for business. But on this evening, as the sun is setting, we find our cleric friend here, all armored up to the nines, coming in to Podcastria for the first time. Off of a long journey, he's walking through the city and sees the first tavern of the Cedar Tavern and he comes to the door and just pushes it open and as he walks in there's your usual hustle and bustle there's someone up on the stage just kind of playing some little lute of some sort just so there's some atmosphere in here but it's kind of quiet it's not not a whole bunch of noise being made there's some conversation being had by some people up by the stage there's a patron or two at the bar as we see our large half elven friend um, cleaning a, a cup behind the bar. And then as you kind of take it all in Monsignor Pax, a, a smaller human fellow comes over to you and just kind of looks up and goes, hi, uh, well, welcome to uh, the sea tavern. Um, is, would you like a seat, a place to stay, or uh, would you just like to drink? Um, I did forget to mention, I want to say that like Monsieur Pax is like six, four. Okay. So he's got a little bit of a formidable size to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's looking up to you. So it's Trevor. Yeah. So he looks down at Trevor and he says, um, hello, my child. Oh, I'm hoping to just get some food and potentially a place to rest 
Yes. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, that's yeah. We could, we could totally uh, help you uh, with that. If you are looking to get a room right now as well, uh, I could direct you over to uh, Barry at the bar. He he takes care of of the actual bookings of that. And then if you just wanted to sit over there, you that's where you could get um, food too. Um, or or you could sit at a table. Uh, but I you're you have you're kind of big, so I don't know. I mean, in a good way, in like a, a tall, tall way. The tables are kind of uh, crowded, and and you're, you know, just just follow me, okay? Uh, and he kind of like gestures he, over. He kind of before you're allowed to like gesture over, like turn away from me. He kind of crouches down like your level, and he says, um, he says to you, "It's like my child. You seem very anxious. Are you okay?" Oh <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm. This is it's just work. I don't. I don't know. I'm usually. It's. It's. it's no. Uh, yeah. Honest. Honest work. Question mark. Uh. What do. You, what do. You, what do you mean? Nothing. Kind of pats you on the head. Oh. Okay. Show me where I can sit. Where I may be seated. Okay. Well, I mean, you can sit wherever, but if you want, want to, you just just follow follow me. And he kind of turns and and walks over towards. The, the bar and Barry then sets down the glass and looks up over at you and Trevor's just like hey uh, Barry um, I was doing the, the door thing that you kind of told me about trying to like greet uh, people and this uh, fine uh, man wa- wants a, a place to stay as well as some food uh, so here 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 you go sir and he just kind of gestures to the seat and Barry of course take uh, see, you, you, you want good, uh, uh, sir, p- priest of the, of wherever it is, uh, you look tired. Uh, would you like a drink first before we get you a, a room or something like that? Drink is the drink of scoundrels. Uh, I will not partake. Oh, uh, fat fat we, we have, uh, all, all sorts of things to drink. We also have water, and we might have some juice left from this morning or somewhere. We usually get that fresh every day, so there's other things here besides just the water. I'll take a juice. Great. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Trevor, do you mind running in the back and seeing if there's any of that cranberry juice left? Uh, or, or any of the fruit juices? Uh, yeah. No, okay. Um, did you still want me to... Uh, Go upstairs. Oh, we'll, we'll take care of that later. D- d- don't worry about that. Now, uh, just go check the juice. <clears throat> okay. Um, and he kind of scurries off and he looks back to you. Oh, all right, sir. Uh, what What else do you need? Uh, Trevor said something about a room, potentially. Uh, yes? You need a room? Yes, I need a place to stay. <laughs> we have, we definitely have those. Those are totally open and available here. So, uh, what, what is your name? And I'll just write you down. My name is Monsieur Pax. Monsieur, and yours? Uh, uh, my name is Barry. Uh, I uh, don't run the place, but uh, I'm working here right right now. Um, Monsieur Pax, and how long uh, are you looking to stay? Just one night and just passing through. One night, all right. And what brings you uh, into town? Do you always ask all of your patrons all these questions? Uh, <laughs> usually, um, n- n- no. But um, it's a it's a new thing uh, we're trying to do uh, here. I do I do apologize. I just need to write something down. Even we could even just say uh, 
travel or passing through. It's 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 no no big. This is a new thing that uh, Terrence is trying to do, just so we can keep better track of who uh, is coming in and out of uh, the different rooms here. Well, if you must know, I'm trying to um, what's the fucking word? Trying to create my own covenant. Uh, so I'm passing through, going to city to city, and trying to teach people of my, trying to t- enlighten people. I'm sorry, you say you say covenant? That's a yes. Uh, what what is it you're trying to um, teach them? I'm trying to show people the true teachings of Rao. Uh, okay, uh, very well. <clears throat> uh, Rao, Rao is a good. That's fine. Great. Oh, so you're, you're essentially a, a missionary of some sort, going out and spreading the good word. That's honestly lovely. That's great. I will, I will actually write that down. <clears throat> and he writes... Rao's teachings have been misinterpreted for th- um, thousands of years. I'm not as familiar uh, with them. I'm not really much of a religious uh, person myself. It's actually <laughs> only been recently I've been trying to find any sort of, of God my myself. Um, but, uh, great. Cool. I have you down uh, for one room. Uh, that will be... Uh, is it private, the room? Y- yes. Yes, of course. Actually, it is. Yes, it's very, very private. You have your own room. Uh, there's actually... Uh, you're you're, you're a, a man of... of God, right? Of gods and deities and all of us, yes? Of Rao. Okay, yeah, yes. Um, then I guess, uh, I guess it won't spook you, and, and hopefully... Actually, yes, it's a private room, five gold. Pay up front and we're good. What's going on here? Nothing... Don't lie to me, Barry. Okay, it's fine. Um, I we don't have anyone else staying in the rooms right now, and I want to make sure that I secure payment of it because Terrence has been very upset about the things that have been happening here while he's gone in the rooms, all right? And I just want to make sure you actually get a room and you trek into it and everything goes fine. So just... He gives you five gold. <sighs> Thank you. Um, so yes, the rooms are very private because there's nobody else staying here right now. Okay, there you go. Is there a reason no one's staying here? I mean, there's the reason that we've been told. But I don't know. Uh, it's... <clears throat> Do you want any food? This might, uh... We, don't, we haven't... Does this reasoning concern me? Well, this is where, again, I was... I'm bad at this. I, I don't know exactly what it is you... Do as uh, you a person of of Rao of, of gods? Yeah, do do you pray or do you uh, uh, cleanse or do you? Uh, I cleanse the filth of this world. That was very aggressive. But okay, um, so this is all just a story at this point. I have no reason to believe it, but I do believe that. People are not staying here because of this. Um, apparently one of the rooms has been having some suspicious activities that might tie to... Um, last year we had a Halloween party. 
And uh, it was great. It was the busiest the CD Tavern had uh, ever really been. And uh, it was a good time. There was a costume contest. It was a lot of fun. But it wasn't until the next morning that we um, <clears throat> had to go clean one of the rooms. And, well, <sighs> I promise you are in no danger. There's nobody here now that would concern you of this. But we found somebody murdered in one of the rooms. Mm-hmm. And now, this year, coming up on about a one-year anniversary of it, people have been hearing things in there, and someone said they so the sheets were stained with blood again, and there's been a lot of just rumblings, all right, and with the way everything is around this time of year, with all sorts of different things outside the city walls and all the different stories, people get very superstitious, and it's been bad for business here, so I didn't know if that's something you might be able to help with. No. I cannot help with people who are already dead. I can only help bring them there. I'm sorry, what? There are certain people, Barry, whether you believe it or not, that are uh, too too bad for this world. Uh, and quite frankly, shouldn't be here. I mean, I, I, I understand that. I know there's some... For, for sure. I mean, that's why wars are, are fought, and that's why things are, are done. There's, yeah, yes, yes, of, of course. And then, as this is happening, Trevor kind of runs back up and goes, Hi, um, so there wasn't any of the cranberry juice left in the back. But as I looked through the fridge, there was some of this orange juice in there. And he kind of puts up a glass on the counter and goes, Oh, okay, great. That's uh should be fine. I'm sure the icebox kept that uh, plenty uh, okay, uh, here, here you are, sir. This is some fresh-ish orange juice. Uh, if, if it's no good, uh, I'm sorry, but we, we don't have to drink it. I just figured you said you wanted juice. Um, <clears throat> Trevor, yes, uh, go ahead and run upstairs and take care of uh, <clears throat> locking up that uh, room, as as we talked about before. Uh, okay. <laughs> Pax says, uh, thank you, young man, to Trevor. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, can he come with me? And he looks at Barry and then looks over to you. And Barry's like, it's it's fine. There's nothing going on there. I've already talked to, uh, Pax, right? Your name was Pax? Call me Monsieur. Oh, I I apologize, uh, Monsieur, uh, about... It and that's not up his alley. There's nothing he could do, even if there was something in there that he could help you with. Just uh, like I said, just go up there, make sure the room is locked, make sure there's nothing else going on in the room, and then just come back down. It's fine. It's just Terrence wanted us to check every hour. It's no big. That's probably just kids with vandalism, and we've been keeping an eye out for it. It's fine. Okay, I'll I'll do that. And he kind of turns and just kind of slowly walks from behind the bar and over towards the stairs. Uh. Right. Uh, if, if the juice isn't good, we do have fresh water over here. You have the room. Here is your key. Uh, it's room four. Um, and uh, if you want food, we still have some food in the back, as well as uh, I, I think that's uh, that's pretty much it for right now. We don't have really a whole bunch happening. I apologize. No need to apologize, Barry. You seem like a good man. Oh. Thank you, sir. Um, is there anything else? 
What kind of people? What kind of people does this place attract? <laughs> I mean, all of them. I don't know. It's, it's pretty open to whomever would like to come in. We've had uh, all sorts of people that come through here and uh, stay. We've had people that have set up shop here. I remember there was a halfling that was some sort of uh, uh, metal worker that lived pretty much out of here for a month or so, a while back. Um, there's been people that have done all sorts of praying. We've had a group in here for wounded uh, uh, individuals that have come in to help deal with what the world, see how they are seen now. Uh, we've had, I mean, there's always your underbelly, of, of course, you know, you have your more, more un- underbelly. Well, yes, the more un- untrusting types. I've seen conversations had in, in, in boobs and things off in the darker. He kind of points back behind him to the other side of the bar away from the stage. You know, I mean, we have seating over there, but it's just, it's further away from the stage and all of the lighting. But uh, some people prefer that for conversations that they're having. We try and make sure. You know what? Yes? You know what, Barry? What? I think I can help you with your little problem upstairs. I mean, uh, if, I des- if I decide that I want to extend my stay, is that something I can do tomorrow? Yes, yes, yes of course. It would, be, it would be great if you actually stayed a few days. More Terrence would be <laughs> cut off my back a little bit about whatever little hoodlums or kids are running around doing whatever. But you say, you said, Barry, to me, that the people are scared, yes? Yes, I mean, the locals, like uh, Gavin over here, is, you know, comes in for his ale, and you see him raise his glass, hey, hey, how you doing? It's, I just like eavesdropping. Gavin, uh, is it? Uh, yes. My name is Monsieur Pax. I... And you're... Yes? You're afraid of what's happening here. Uh, nah, I wouldn't say I'm afraid. I have no problem coming back around here. I've seen my way through some sketchier situations in my day. As he kind of points to a, a scar on his cheek that looks like it's kind of like a large, like it's a thick knife wound. Um, but it's not too long. It just looks like more like blunt force. Mm. Ah, it's, uh, I'm not too trying but I don't need to sleep here, though. I have a place that I, that I go to. Um, I just like honestly hearing the conversation like the one you're having now. Barry, Gavin. Yes. Would you, as either of you, be able to gather up people who are afraid to come here? Uh, um, well, I, I mean, I, I don't know how we... we I could t- try. Uh, I could go outside and, and see there's a few people that uh, might be at the tavern down the street. I mean, it's quite a ways, but I don't know what that would do. I'd love this. I would love... you. doesn't have to happen right now, but I would love to speak to all of them at once. Uh, uh, at the same time, not at once. At the same time, I apologize. What, what, what for? I think I can solve your problem. Uh, I, think I, can, I think I can convince them on how to rid the fear within themselves and how to rid this place of whatever is happening upstairs. Oh, I mean, uh, perhaps the best time to do, to do that might, might just be tomorrow morning uh, when the, the stores are opening up and there's the morning rush of, of, of people. You could 
perhaps just talk out front. I, I, I could let people people know that there's an announcement tomorrow about the, the, the seedy tavern, and it could, would be coming from a, a man of, of a god, a, a cleric, or a monsignor of your, your status. That could be uh, useful in some way. I could just spread the word about that, perhaps. That would be great. I'd be more than happy to do it tomorrow morning. Oh, 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 oh okay. Uh, well, um, and then you see Trevor kind of sprint back down the stairs, and he just, <sighs> it's done. The room looks fine. Great. Uh, thank you, uh, Trevor. Uh, well, then, uh, I, I guess I'll go around and just, uh, let the town criers know, to let people know, uh, uh, about, I don't know, before midday-ish tomorrow, that, uh, There'll be an announcement about the CD tavern in front of it, yes? Yes. Thank you, Barry. I anticipate it'll be quite eye-opening for everyone. Uh, uh, Dad, sure, as long as it gets more people in here, it'll get parents off my back and uh, uh, get you more conversations to listen to, Gavin. Oh, yeah, sure. Great. I don't don't mind either way. Actually, I need another one of these, Barry. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh... Is there anything else I could get for you tonight, Monsignor? No. I think that'll be all, Barry. Thank you. You've been most helpful. Uh, well, I mean, if you're able to do this for, for us, I, I'm, I'm sure Tyrants would have no problem compensating you in some way <laughs> as well. Um, okay. And he reaches over and grabs the glass from Gavin and kind of runs down to the end of the bar and starts filling up that glass. And Trevor just is kind of there behind you on your side of the bar just looking up and goes... So you're going to get rid of the ghost? Yes. Young man. Young, or, uh, yes, child. I will. Uh, and, de- and depending on how successful tomorrow morning is, I will have enough payment that I won't need any from Terrence. Oh, okay. okay. Um, that's, that's great. I've just been really scared coming into work every day. So uh, best, best of luck. Uh, with that, and and thank thank you. Uh, I I guess that's that's gonna be gonna be cool to watch. It will be quite something to see. And he just kind of then runs back um, into the kitchen, um, and he just kind of gone. <laughs> um, was I given a room key or yeah, anything? You were given the room for room four. So yeah, then I just take my fucking orange juice, do a little tip like a little like tip of the glass to gavin and uh head upstairs um yeah so we can cut to tomorrow morning because i'm assuming that's that's what you would like sure is there anything else you can do do this evening before you go to sleep no we can cut this tomorrow morning um as you get up to the room it's pretty standard just room with one cot in it nothing too crazy it's got like a little uh cupboard stand uh like nightstand next to it and a wardrobe there um and the night is pretty uneventful. Um, as as you're there, you hear the normal like kind of bar chatter beneath you. Um, and then in the night when you think that everything is kind of closed up, uh, you do hear some rumbling, but you think it might just be Trevor and, and Barry in some way doing whatever they're doing, closing up for the night. Um, but then in the morning... When you awake, uh, you kind of hear just a light tapping on on your door, and it's uh, Barry, 
who just then walks you down uh, the stairs. And as you guys are kind of walking towards the front, he's just like, uh, all right. Uh, I, I informed all the, the, the criers this morning, and there's quite a bit of a crowd um, that will be coming, that, or that is starting to gather here. And uh, is there anything you need from me? Is there anything I can stand on? Uh, well, uh, we have a crate in, in the back. Uh, if you want, I could go get one of those. Give me a couple so I can walk. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I will, I will go and, uh, get that. You want to walk, you said? Yes. Like, so you want to, like, them stacked in front of each other? Bring me four crates. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. Hang on. I'll be right back. Can you hear that? What? I can. Is it really annoying? <laughs> I can hear the rumbling of the crowd gathering. Oh, that's what we're calling it? That's what we're going to call that? <laughs> I don't know what yeah. the fuck is going on. Is it outside? Is it in your apartment? No. Do you mind if I just... Ch- I don't think there's any way to, for me to stop it. It's the only thing. I mean, it's, it is what it is, if that's the thing. Okay. I mean, what Maybe else? Lloyd can just take it out. Stream, can you guys hear it? <laughs> I'm assuming if Nate can, I don't know if it's coming through on OBS as well. Hang on, I'm going to be silent and see if it's coming through on my audacity. It's very subtly kind of peaking audacity, but no actual waveforms are showing up. So... Then it's fine. It'll it'll be subtle enough that he can either completely get rid of it or it won't be that big a deal. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to at least address it and not make you feel like you're going crazy. And let you know there's nothing no. I can what, do about so, it. So when you're quiet, what is your, like, um, DB out, that green bar in Arda- on Audacity? Well, now they've stopped. But it was never going above negative 54. Oh, then that's totally fine. That's just room. My mind is always somewhere between... Negative 54 and nothing. Just room noise at yeah. that point. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, all right. All right. <clears throat> so, last thing I said, I was going to run and get the Let's crates. Yep, yep, yep. Here we go. So, Barry runs off to the back, grabs uh, some crates as he leaves you kind of standing um, in front of the door, and you hear the crowd murmuring from outside. Um, and then he comes back dragging two crates behind him and just okay um so i have these two um uh i will set them out front hang on one second and he opens the door takes them out there sets them down runs to the back gets two more drags them to the front and these are good size about two and a half feet tall crates that look like they're they're emptied like the top was like ripped off of them and he's just turning them the other way so the open side is facing down and you can kind of stand on top of these this wood that was like essentially built uh, into these big like yeah. crates, uh, kind of like pallets, but a little bit bigger and actually like boxes. Um, and once he's kind of done with that, he kind of comes back and, oh, all right. Um, well, uh, I think that's all set. There's about uh, 20 or some odd uh, people uh, out there. Do you want me to introduce you as, as anything? Or, oh, they're getting rambunctious. No. Okay. I'm fine. Thank you. All right. Um, uh, well, then, good good luck, sir. Oh, Ba's coming in. Who's that screaming? That's Ba. He, might, uh, he oh. might have heard that there was an announcement happening. He runs, and uh, when he's running, he screams. So, uh, But uh, other than that, uh, 
break a lug, break a lug. Oh, I'm so break a leg, or Rao be with you, or something. I don't know. It's okay, Barry. You don't have to try. Okay, I'm sorry. I just ramble a lot when I get nervous and tired, and I'm both right now. There's nothing to be nervous about. I'll handle this. <sighs> Thank you. So Monsieur walks out and gets up on the makeshift stage in front of the crowd and kind of quiets everyone down. He's like, people, people of Podcastria, listen to me. Who are you? What is it? Yeah, yeah. My name is, my, my name is Monsieur Pax, and I'm here to help you. Did you get rid of ghosts? Yeah, what do you know about ghosts? We all can help to get rid of this ghost that inhabits the seedy tavern. Tell me, what is it that you all believe is happening within these, this building behind me? You there. And he points to, like, a, a, a woman in the front. Oh, uh, me? I don't, uh... Well, I, I've just heard heard the tales. I just run the bakery down the street. I don't... I don't know. I guess it's the... The soul is returning. The, it's coming up on the year anniversary of the... Of the what was that guy's... The, the murder. The, the kid was murdered here during the costume party. And it's just... That's not... I don't know. The blood's showing back up, right? Yeah! Yeah, the blood's back! Yeah, I don't know. It's blood freaks people out. It's kind of just that. And why do you think this soul lingers? Ah, uh, because he was wrongfully, wrongfully killed and people were celebrating all around him. So he's just upset by the celebration. And honestly, the fact that this place is still just here, it probably is upset. Or, he cuts her off, or maybe his soul was wrong. What? What do you mean wrong? Maybe. Maybe this person wasn't truthful. Maybe this person's being rejected by Rao for all the lies and deceit that they brought upon this world. Did any of you know this child that was murdered here a year ago? Are you saying the dead guy was a fucking liar? Why else does a soul linger? Why wouldn't the soul be allowed to pass on? Why would it stay here? I think it's here to teach you all a lesson. I think that this soul is here as a reminder to all of you to be honest and good and not filth. The crowd kind of just goes a little as murmuring. And talking amongst themselves, looking around. You can feel the tension now building in the air. Are you all clean? Is your soul clean? If something were to happen to you today, would Rao accept you into the afterlife? Or would you be stuck, condemned to remind the people around you that filth does not get to rest? Who is Rao? Who is Rao? Rao is the one who decides who's good and what's um, good and wrong. Rao is the one that teaches us to be honest. And then if we're honest with one another, 
then anything can be resolved. But the moment you lie, the moment your intentions become filthy, you are no longer worthy of honesty and reason. Um, the, the crowd kind of now just still looking around and just un- uncomfortable with one another. And you see a few kids off to the side that are kind of like looking at each other and like kind of poking and pushing each other back and forth. Uh, so, so, so we're all just liars then? Is what you're saying? Are you? The two kids that kind of like said this look up and just look at each other and one just slowly starts back and like... I told you, we gotta go! And the two of them just kind of sprint back off into the streets and, and run off down down an alleyway. Sometimes Rao will leave souls behind until the filthiest one is uncovered. Maybe the soul is here as a reminder to each and every one of you that there is one of you among us who is doing the worst in Rao's eyes. He locks eyes with someone who has been like really intent and listening on what he's saying and he points at him and goes, you there. Uh, uh, me? There's, there's a name in your mind. I can feel it. Uh, when I say filth, when I say dishonesty, when I say unworthy, who comes to your mind? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if it's really fair to just, uh, wo- wobbly. Uh, he's the, the town, well, my, my part of the town, the east, east barracks side of it, uh, there's, uh, He cuts you off. Have you all, have you all heard of this wobbly? Well, yeah, that's. That's Aaron. Aaron Wobbly. He's the guy that runs that district. Uh, I didn't mean to call him out like that. I'm not... It's just... Everyone thinks that it's fine. Right? uh, uh, Yeah. And what is it does this Aaron do with their district? He doesn't care. Yeah, he told us... He doesn't care. Well, I mean, it's... Are there people... He did... Oh god, we shouldn't. It's uh, I didn't say anything. No, it's fine. It's not me. Uh, look, it, 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 you can't do. I don't. Why? You ca- Are there people suffering in this district? Yeah. Starving yeah. people, poor people. I'm one of them. And what do you think of Aaron? I, I, don't, I mean, he probably promised more than he could really do. It wasn't. Uh, I mean, he's shit. All right. Okay. I don't know. What do you want from me? He. And how does Aaron live while all of these people are suffering? Uh, I mean, he's up in the the higher part. He's from here. He's from the East Barrack side of it. But he now lives up by the high tides and the and the. I don't know the warded off part. The warded. So he not only believes himself to be among all of you, but he also physically places himself. To be above all of you. Yeah, but that's that's where they all live. They all are up that way. Yeah, I haven't seen him down here in I don't know how long. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we have found our solution to the problem within CD Tavern. 
I think we have found the filth that needs to be dealt with to cleanse this place. Oh, uh, wait, so in order, in order to, to fix the room of the guy that was murdered, you're saying it's Aaron Warbley? Yes. The crowd's kind of just silent and is looking up at you. You must bring Aaron Wobbly to me. Immediately. Bring him here in front of the seedy tavern. So that we can rid Podcastria of this evil that still lingers. And bring it back to the what it used to be. Prior to the murders a year ago. The murders that were more than likely brought about by Aaron letting these kinds of people in to your homes. Yeah, fuck Aaron! I never really liked him anyways. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, let's go get him! Okay, yeah, fuck Aaron! (laughs) The crowd kind of turns and starts chanting and growing into one guy you originally locked eyes with kind of just stands there, just uncomfortable as people start kind of marching off towards the the warded part of the city that has the walls built around it and they're just kind of chanting for Aaron Warbley as just a few people are kind of still just left there and and looking up at you. Um, Monsieur gets down off the stage and walks over to the man who told him about Aaron and puts a hand on his shoulder and says, you did a good thing today. Uh, Be at peace. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I grew up with him. Yeah. Sometimes the people who are capable of doing the most wrong are the ones closest to us. And scene. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> to fucking motivate a group of people i'd give myself like a b maybe a b minus i feel like i did all right no that was yeah wow <laughs> oh jeez, that was i don't know how much further i was like shit we can just keep us going we can just, <laughs> we can just yeah i just didn't think we actually wanted to have a a, a political execution on <laughs> on the podcast no. <laughs> of Oh, man, yeah. that fleshed out a lot too more. I had to come up with, uh, apparently, the CD Tavern is located in the eastern barracks of the podcast. Yeah. I figured that out. And the, the high tides and all of the political figures live in the warded district, which is way up in the on the higher side of it. It overlooks the, the mountain or the, 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 the ocean that it's right on. So, yeah, <laughs> wow. Oh, that was good. I was nervous about. the like speech (laughs) like i knew i I, like i knew with you in this environment i was in a safe place like you weren't gonna tell me no no, even if my improv was terrible but it's like i still wanted to like for for me kind of give an enticing speech well that was the only thing too is like i didn't want it to be like okay first thing you say we gotta kill that guy yeah here we are Woo, we did it we killed the guy like yeah let's go do it like it was i wanted to let you build to it (laughs) a little bit and have there be a little bit of just like not questioning, but just like, okay, help me connect the logic. There it is. Cool. Great. That's enough people. You get one guy saying, yeah, yeah now they're saying, yeah, now they're all going. That's how we bada bang, bada boom. Now everyone's. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to to that point, uh, what was that thing I was going to say? Um, 
I offered you – I also wanted to put up a little few different things for you to potentially play with. Um, I, I didn't want to get in the way too much because I was like, okay, the noise you hear in the night is actually the kids vandalizing the room again <laughs> because I think it's just <laughs> people that heard that story and all that and have been breaking in and just kind of vandalizing the room. So I had the two kids in the crowd that were like looking sus. And I didn't, I didn't, again, I wasn't tr- – I didn't want to – I feel like I had talked <laughs> enough earlier. Like, okay, here's here's the time for Monsignor Pax to really like have literally the the stage. So I just yeah. wanted to have little things, and if you wanted to pull on those, they were there. Um, I thought about with the kids running mm-hmm. away, being like them there, they're running from their fucking demons or whatever. <laughs> it was like that felt way too in your face, sure. so I just let them run sure. away. Um, like, but yeah, and no, and so in that and that's where again, this guy like we've been having this conversation around this like okay what is the difference between lawful evil and lawful good and that's kind of the right where this is right like this guy honestly thinks he's helping right like to some extent they're they're not trying to really i don't know be evil here but they believe that this is what's being said it's like okay there's something bad happening here so through my teachings it's that lying and distrust it, it breeds to these types of things so we need to remove it so that it's no longer here so like it's very easy for that to be then just strung out into a very dangerous type of mentality that could in some way be evil because now he also like i think what i found at least from how you were playing pax he loves being on that stage he loves being he loves being the one that people come to for that guidance in some way so like that's the evil part for him is he he feeds off that um so yeah but no i liked I like that. Me too. Thank you for allowing me to give a mediocre <laughs> speech for murder. Mediocre murder speech. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Mediocre murder rallying <laughs> cry. Um, all right. Well, did you did you have anything else you discovered or liked about Monsignor Pax as you were reading it? Which literally means Monsignor Evil, right? Or Peace. No, yeah. Peace. Pax is Peace, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, okay. Peace, but that's definitely a contradiction. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, I've got nothing new. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it, this. how many clerics have you made now at this point? I know Essendon was a paladin who I referred back to in this episode, <laughs> the murderer from last time. Yeah. I don't know how many clerics I've made. I was just trying, Not I was a just trying to think, like, is this how you think you would like to play a cleric in some way? Because I know we always try and go away from, like, the super religious, heel-heavy life paladins. Um, but I was just... Yeah, I think I would play this character. Yeah. Okay, I mean you don't have to. I get it. I know I say it almost every time I make a character, but that's because I fall in love so easily with my own creations. <laughs> I'm just like, oh yes, it's beautiful, baby. My biggest fear of playing this character is something we've already discussed: is that I would want to make sure the DM's not going to take away. Like, I so I would want to lose my powers. Right. I'm not an oathbreaker paladin, right. you know. So like, I all of a sudden don't want to be without any right. abilities for whatever that's, reason. That's something. If I'm DMing it, if that is something I feel like we're going towards in some way, because I do like playing with people's alignments. That's where it's like for alignments, I'll ask you in the beginning, but then I try and keep track of it as a DM, right? I, then then, yeah. then your opinion's gone. Like you tell me where you're trying to be at the beginning, and you can have your own opinion on it. But then as the DM, especially for the gods, it's like I, I track that. And if we had something where it was kind of coming up where I think on the gods' radar in some way, it would be a conversation. And it would never just be like, ooh, and now your magic's gone. Fuck you. Like, yeah. That's no fun. No, no one wants that. But, like, if you're wanting to play with that moral conundrum, right, of what does that mean, 
okay, cool. That could be something that would definitely be a conversation. And like I said, too, I would never want it to then just be, well, now you're not a cleric anymore. You can't do this. I would almost always yeah. offer another god, offer somebody else that you can try and go to for this. So, um, Sweet. Sounds good. You ready? <laughs> I'm asking you if you're ready to do your outro. <laughs> Wrap it up, Jake. Let's get out of here. I gotta go. All <laughs> right, everybody. Let us know what you think of Monsignor Paxt. The best way to do that is through our email, which is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with us on our social media pages, which is at rng underscore pc for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and most importantly, our Twitter channel. I'm sorry, our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash rng underscore pc. We record every Saturday on Twitch. As a reminder, we also have a Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash rngpc, where you can request the character sheets for characters like Monsignor Pax or any of our other 60-some-odd characters. Join our community and listen to exclusive podcast episodes just for Patreon members. Join our Discord, where we have conversations all the time about fun and cool homebrewed items, activities, or character traits. You can also connect with us over YouTube. Just search rngpc. Finally... Follow, like, and subscribe on any podcast platform. If you are currently listening on an Apple product, please take the two minutes to leave us a review so we can read it out right here on this show. Five stars or not, we'll read it. That's all for this, us this week. And as always, keep rolling and keep playing. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>